This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, geez, I didn't, I didn't even set Mag up. Hold on. Let me get him. Let me get him on the screen. I got to close this thing. Bloop, there he is. Am I here? Am yeah, I here? You're here. You're here. Everything's stuff? good. Yes, everything's good. Welcome to the, <laughs> the XC podcast. We were talking behind the scenes and we were like, uh, you know, Mag was strangling me through the internet cable and we were having a good time. Um, because <laughs> that's how we do it. But yeah, we really appreciate you being here. This is episode 104, the XC podcast, or like in season three, if you want to call it. This is the third May that I've run, been around the show. And we've got a lot to talk about. Meg has been flustered. He's been going through crazy uh, life stuff, but I think he's still got a smile ah. in there. I think. Of course I do. And you know what? If you're on season three, that's more that's more DLC than Halo Infinite. Ah! <laughs> ah! You hear that? 343, huh? <laughs> They're anyway, like, la, 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 <laughs> We're not listening. We're not listening. Apparently, they all got British accents. Anyways. Colt, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got a smile on my face. Listen, let me tell you something, man. It doesn't matter what's going on in life and everything else. You got to smile. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep going. And that's why, uh, which nobody's ever seen, I have smile tattooed right over my chest. If you can see it right there in bubble letters. Oh, you really do. I I really do. So that when I sit there and brush my teeth in the morning and I look up, and even if I'm upset or whatever, I'm like, I can't believe this person quit. Oh, I can't believe I got to deal with this. I look down when I'm brushing my teeth and I see the word smile on my chest and I start laughing. And I'm like, you know what? Why the heck not? Keep smiling, baby. Keep rolling. Keep moving. We got a hell of a show. Oh, uh, all he has is hair and nipples. Uh, that's but I that's got, all I, I could got... find. I mean, it was dark down there, but um, <laughs> well, I listen, swear listen, every we time. We got a hell of every a show, time. Man. We, do we got have, a hell of a show. We, we have a great six, show. Dude, it's, it's been hundred and something people here. Oh, we do? We do? Okay. I, I always have it's to fix amazing. the... It's amazing. I always have to fix the uh, the overlay on the fly because it's uh, it's always crazy. But um, I, I don't know. I appreciate you guys being here. I got to give a big shout out to Happy Bomb, one of the main moderators on the chat who also will get the supers up and uh, to my face so I can read those. And Yodana Kizada. And uh, I, I haven't seen who else is in the, in the uh, chat moderating, but you guys are amazing. Yes, we have 650 people. Yeah, um, hit the like button if you're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about PlayStation Showcase. We're going to talk about how Xbox strikes back uh, with that showcase and where they're sitting, what other news is broke. It's been really great, and it's been, uh, wow, has it been crazy, Meg. Uh, This weekend, I was on the Go Live Game on Daily podcast with a couple of my old mortal enemies, believe it or not. Oh, no, it's Alex, who, who does like a salt farming YouTube channel. And he's yep, yep, mainly yep. a PC fan. He's been on the show a couple times. He's, he's a good friend. And then this guy, Fertinga, plays. Him and I have been, like, fighting behind the scenes since 2017. And uh, we were bickering back and forth, blocked each other off and on. 
But Gas says, I'm going to put you on the show with Fratinga Plays, just me and him. And I go, all right, cool. And I got to this point where I'm like, you know, I've done enough podcasts. We've all been here. We've argued in the chat and all this. I said, let's do it. Like, what am I afraid of? Like, well, let's just shake hands. And oh, we had a great, great Demon. time. It was, it was so crazy, Mag, that Asa dropped out before the show started. He goes, I'm just going to produce behind the scenes. You guys do your thing. I won't even be able to get in the middle of it. With go, Gaz just and, and those fun. other guys, they were so disgusting, foul, inappropriate, and you name well, it. I yeah. was like, yeah, that's well. Hey, hey, that's that's how that's sometimes that's how you roll, man. I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta feel the room. Jesse Dean, he wrote, I thought I thought he was gonna take his shirt off. If you want to see me with my shirt off, you have to go to Mag's OnlyFans page if you want to see that. Rick Payne, oh, one one. Yeah. So, um, anyways. Um, Yes, listen, yeah, it was that's great. all that matters at the end of the day. I've done shows with people who I thought, well, there's one guy that I'll never do a show with again because uh, we got into it, and I'm just like, you know what, it's not even worth it. And I literally left the show halfway through the show. I just literally logged off and walked away. Oh, and, um, yeah. You and, remember, uh, I told you, you told me about that. Yeah, oh, that was something. And, yeah, I won't even say. I know the, the chat's going to be like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? But I'm not going to be that guy. But, uh, anyways, the rest of them, even the guys who I thought were going to be my mortal enemies, we're all friends. Now, we're all friends on Xbox, we're friends on PlayStation, some of them are hardcore PlayStation guys who hate me, and all of a sudden they added me, and now we're, now we're friends, you know, we just talk, you play a couple games together, and the next thing you know, you're like, you know what, turns out that Mag's an actual human being, and then I'll say the same thing, and I'll be like, huh, turns out, fill in the blank, actually is a human being, isn't that a weird coincidence, and then you just become friends, so you know what, Cole, I'm glad you had a great show, I'm glad you guys had a good time, uh, and, I'm, and uh, I'm glad that Asa was smart enough to leave um, uh, Gaz behind, uh, yep. that was a smart move, Asa, yep. I know you're listening, um, yeah, look at it. see the chats already, we need names, <laughs> yeah, uh, suffice to say it rhymes with, uh, cr uh, with crash, um, <clears throat> and it might rhyme with trash, uh, anyways, that's just one of them, anyway, we have ourselves a great show tonight. What are we going to talk about, Colt? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about... Uh, we have a couple little things, and I thought I would set the mood. A good friend of mine, Ralph Wiggum yes. on Twitter, he made a little meme. He did like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my hand at a, at a meme here, and he did this little video, and I'm going to play it, and Meg won't be able to see it until... It's about 30 seconds long. You won't be able to see it until afterwards if you want to turn on the sound, but I'll turn it on right here. It's going to cover me up. This is an old uh, Mr. Bean clip where he's doing a test and these guys are one-upping each other with who has more pencils, but instead it's first-party games. That's great. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that. Uh, and I don't normally, I'm not normally able to like drop in videos like on the fly, but yeah, Ralph Wiggum, <laughs> there he's in the chat with a thumbs up. He put this thing together last night and he had like uh, some 1600 likes on Twitter and I don't know how many followers he has, but it, well, that was a big, that was a big drop on social media yesterday yeah. for him. And oh, I thought it was just good. hilarious. Good. We're going to talk about that it. today. 
I did a Pony Master video. It was only 30 seconds long. It was just a it was just a little like reaction to the thing. I didn't even say a word. Well, actually, no, I did say a word, uh, a couple of words. It was actually kind of funny. I, I was um, I was choking my Series X and uh, and threatening it. Um, and I was like, was this showcase you're doing? It goes because it looks like one of your showcases. So I managed to upset the Xbox guys just by cracking a joke. And then I really upset the PlayStation guys because then right at the end I said, oh, and I rated this. Uh, I rated the, uh, the the PlayStation showcase, and I did that from like Jeopardy, and then just Our burst from, uh, out laughing. Price is right or whatever it is. Our yeah. price is right. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, price is right. And I did that, and oh my god, the comments. The comments were amazing. They're like, you cringe fanboy X-Bot. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, and yikes. I, I, had to, I had to block a few of them. But hey, man, it's worth it. It's all, it's all in fun. So, I mean, you know what's funny? Like, even when I, even if I crack, like, a little joke about Xbox, I mean, give me a break. Even the Xbox guys know I'm joking around. Look at what I'm wearing, for Christ's sake. I'm wearing an Xbox jersey with an Xbox hat. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. What well, are you talking about? I mean, I do the same thing. I'll, I'll kind of stir the pot or ruffle the feathers and then i get personally upset that people are like coming at me i'm like wait a minute it was my fault i i started this yesterday ign put up a poll on their channel that said naughty dogs upcoming multiplayer or not not a poll they put up a post sorry a post on youtube you can put it like a picture post like a social media post and it said naughty dogs upcoming multiplayer project says sony has allegedly slowed down development on the last of us multiplayer game now this is something it's actually one of the topics but I thought it was interesting during like there's like this backlash against IGN this past week about the biased media. Like we talked about it last week on the show, remember Mag? But here's oh, IGN boy. saying Sony has allegedly slowed down development on Last of Us multiplayer. And I said, How would this headline be phrased? I posed this to people on Twitter. How would this headline be phrased if it was a three year delayed multiplayer mode for a major Xbox game? Because when oh. I look at it, I'm thinking they wouldn't have said allegedly slowed down. They would say yeah. studios are in trouble. Management, you know, people need to be fired. Uh, not, not as, not as crazy as that, but sensationalism. That Sen- little it, was, sensationalism. It, would, it, it would be all sensationalism. They would put it in a way that it would basically be. Um, obviously, I know I hate to use the word because I, I just the word drives me nuts. But it doesn't matter. Uh, the doom and gloom kind of thing. But what it is, it's sensational headlines to get people's attention, right? But then yeah. you want to tiptoe around. Sony, right? They tiptoe around Sony, and then there's there's reasons for that. One, they're afraid because they're the market leader, right? And they basically can control a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And now, here's the other thing, and I know you know this, Colt, and I know some people know this in the chat, but not everybody knows this. But I know because I know actual journalists who actually do this, uh, guys, and actual journalists with integrity. Here's the thing. If you talk smack about Sony, they will lock you out of review keys for games, they right. will they will they will not send you swag. They will not send you a PS5 Pro when it comes out or whatever. They literally hang on to receipts like an old lady in a retirement home. They are the worst for that. So that's what yeah, exactly, right? They're like, I think I have six pennies in here, and I'm like, Hold on, on honey. oranges. Hold yeah. on, honey, just a minute. Yeah, yeah. God bless God bless self-checkout. Holy crap. Anyway, so here's the thing. So now they do that kind of stuff, right? So now you got to look at this situation. You're like, this is what's happening. So they tiptoe around Sony because Sony has made themselves the bully of the industry. Everybody's afraid of them. They're like the guy who shanked everybody first when they walked into prison before everybody else had a chance to do so. He already came in with his toothbrush, already sharpened and ready to go, goes up to the first dude. 
And that's it. And then everybody fell in line. They're like, oh, that's it. That's Sony guy. We better watch out when he's in Gen Pop. You know what I mean? They're well, you can tell now. Mag so, and I've been in prison with all of our prison well, stories, right? I, obviously. Listen, I'm terrified of prison. I'm terrified of it. I would like, never I'm make it. Look at, like, look at my face. How long oh, no, would I'd I last it. in prison? I'd make it no problem. Well, no, Not me. I'd, you'd be maybe. I, I don't know. I'd kill everybody. Like, first I'd have a bowl on my head later. by the end of the first night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be uh, wearing a mop. A mop. Uh, anyways, listen. Yeah. The point is, is that they've bullied everybody in the industry for several years. They've they've put people out of business. Never mind just journalists. They've put other gaming companies out of business for crying out loud, and did what they had to do to get to where they are. Now that being said, now everybody's afraid to talk. Everybody's afraid to say mm-hmm. these. You say even all the look at look at look at all these journalists all week. Chat, tell me I'm wrong. If you look all week at the articles, no one was saying. That showcase was trash or whatever. They were gently putting it out there. They're like, well, it wasn't exactly what we expected. It was just, you know what I mean? They were just tiptoeing around the obvious because they're afraid that Sony's going to cut them off. You know what I I mean? mean? Like, let's say when I saw, I saw like the prominent influencers or content creators really harsh on Sony showcase. And we haven't even got into that yet, but I saw. I saw half and half. I saw some of the sort of apologetic stuff from the media and then some of the pretty harsh stuff, which was uh, fairly balanced. Uh, Jez from Windows Central and Xbox U Podcast is in in here with a super. Thank you so much for a five pound. He says, to be fair, Sony still gives me review keys, even though I've been very critical of them. You know what? So. You might be one of the. He might be one of the few, and you know why? Because Jez has pull in the industry. Like, I mean, he's been growing exponentially over the last few years, right? And not more, more than the last few years, but I mean, he's been growing and growing. People are afraid. People are afraid of Jez too. Maybe Jez is the guy <laughs> with the sharpened toothbrush as well. I don't know, but I'm telling you, man. I've heard from other guys who are terrified. They're like, yeah, they'll cut us off from a view keys. And yeah. I'm like, really, really. So maybe it's I mean, isolated. Jez has, I don't know. Jez has the privilege of being in one foot in the content creator. Realm, right. and then the other foot as a journalist in the media. So he he wears both hats. Uh, well, and, and whether he wants to, where he wants to believe it or not, I've, I've told him behind the scenes. I'm like, Jez, like those articles you write. If you got up on camera and said that and threw in some footage in front of it, you would get mad views. And he's like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, I would watch every one of those. Um, well, he doesn't pull punches. I read his articles, and I, I, he I doesn't know. pull punches on anything. He's he's critical, but in a fair way. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, by the way, Jez, I'm not kissing your ass. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, he's I'm just he saying, has Chad, what I if would you like want, to call integrity. If you want to see Jez make content, like short form, even if it's five minutes, because like he writes these videos, you can read them in about five minutes. And I'm like, man, if, if you just read what you wrote, like he writes the articles, like right. in the chat, let him know if you would like Jez to put in a little extra work with the zero free time he has and make some video content. I think it could it could go places. It could, be, this could do uh, some cool stuff. First thing he's got to do is him and his boyfriend got to turn the cameras on, okay? So as you can see, these two ugly mugs over here, we ain't afraid to be on camera. I ain't afraid to be on camera. Jez, look, I'm right here. I'm right Jez here. Jez is not hey, afraid to be Rand? on camera. He's on camera on this show. He's been on other shows. Well, it's it's know, Rand. Just, Rand's so it's close. Rand. He's so it's, close. Oh, I've been busting his balls, uh, uh, busting his chops, excuse me. I've been busting his chops left, right, and center about it. And I'm like, I know. Just turn the camera on. And actually, there was a few times where I did say, I said, with the, I've been waiting for it. For the one day that he does have like a full all-out camera, I'm going to send him a super chat saying, listen, I'll give you another five bucks if you turn the camera off. So I want to get him right, like, right when he first turns it on. But like, I can never get it because, ah, you know. Ah, yes, yeah, that would be so, sweet. Finally, we got him on camera and no, shut it off, shut it off. 
That'll be yeah. Let's do that. Uh, shout out to Psychonauts. Oh. Thank you for the two dollars. It's Happy Memorial Day. And PlayStation has no games. We're gonna get into that. Uh, Alan Adeltry, who's been a channel member for twelve months, says, "What's up, Colt Mag? As always, keep up the great work. Thank you for the content, and thank you all of you for your feedback. I've been reading it in the comment section on social media. The replies, like people, they've been very, very gracious to us, Mag. Like really nice. Um, so we appreciate that and. I always share that with Meg. I'm like, Meg, they're being nice to us. Uh, we you really know what? I, I, honest to God, man, like when I have when I do what I do for a living, and um, Colt knows I have to deal with a lot of stuff being the big boss, right? And so I have to deal with a lot of stuff, whether it's in this country, even internationally, I have to deal with people, and it's wild. Um, I, but I got to tell you. When he screenshots stuff and sends me things about what the chat stuff, it, I swear, I swear, I'm not even making this up. There's a lot of times where it literally, when I'm so stressed out and I just like, I feel like I can't take it. I just, it almost brings a tear to my eye. I swear to God, I'm not even making it up. It seriously it really does. brings a tear it to my really... eye. It, uh, it seriously does because it makes me feel that like that everything that we do and everything that we work so hard to do. And just being us and, you know what I mean? And putting on great shows every week and content for you guys to listen to. And, like, you guys tell me all this great stuff. Like, oh, you know, you guys helped me with a five-hour or four-hour drive. Uh, you guys helped me get through this. You guys helped me through, like, really bad times where I've had doubts about my own life and this and that. You guys have helped me through all these things. And, like, it's crazy to me that we have that kind of effect or, on people. And it honestly touches me, man. It really does. It really yeah, does. Yeah, or the, you in the chat, all of you, like, replying – showing up listening to us like it does a lot to us too because we can have a good time on the show we have a good time when we see you guys cracking jokes making fun of us having jokes and making fun of everybody else in the chat and being cool it's been really good we we seriously appreciate it mag thank you so much for yeah man for being oh, here. Dude, like, like i said it's it's an absolute honor to 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 entertain everybody the way that we can miles dump here's here too and fun speculation what is going on tonight it's like an all-star cast is showing up tonight Bro, no, we i'm telling to, you the community is coming together like we've had a rough couple of months uh for those of you who are like really close to the xbox platform like it's been rough like it was a it was a w last week it was we'll get into that gary barwick from australia sends a ten dollar super thank you so much gary so sony Wait. have a new catchphrase hold the lie and then he put a laughing crying emoji <laughs> oh so <laughs> oh that, that was that was hold good oh that was actually oh, quite, that it. was quite good I uh, that. thank you. That was Jazz Rock Fusion, thank show. you so much for the $5 super. He says, Colt Meg, I'm a working musician and normally commuting home from lessons during your live show. Psyched to catch you live on a rare day off. I would love to know what your if you're taking lessons or you're teaching, and I would love to know what you're teaching. That would be very cool to hear. Um, let me, let's see, PlayStation Pete with the PS5 uh, picture. Thank you so much for the five. Says I own a PS5. My investor told me to invest in Microsoft because cloud gaming and the Activision merger. The merger that if Jez is still here, uh, the merger that Jez yeah. says is not going through. But I think he's just kind of riling people up. Um, yeah, for, yeah, he's still here. He dropped another super chat. <laughs> he says uh, vids are hard. Uh, frowny face. And thank you, Mag. You rock. So yeah, you rock, but, dude. You rock, Jez. I will I will help you. Rand will help you. But I think you should give it a try one of these days. Take uh, Rand, 30 minutes. Gonna, yeah. oh, I, I got to teach Rand everything he knows. But uh, let's let's get into... I had these little tiny topics to get us rolling in. But we've kind of already kind of broken the ice. We have uh, 1,200 people. Hit the like button if you're here with us. You're having a good time. Shout out to Miles in the chat as well. Uh, 
boss mom lethal papa who's also helped keep the chat clean and crystal clear unlike uh unlike my mind sometimes but we really appreciate you um we have uh, uh golem the golem game uh, I'm, i don't want to talk about this for too long but we we're hoping to be cool but it's like one of the Come worst on. games that reviewed this year Come on, Colt. Did you? Uh, okay, listen. When I saw the trailer and I saw it was from some, I even knew it was going to bomb then. I don't know how or why. I just had that vibe. It, it wasn't going to do anything. And it and clearly it didn't. And the funny thing is, I was watching uh, Friday Night Tights last week uh, on uh, Nerdrotic and they were laughing about it because they did like a little developer update. They're like, oh, by the way, we did some performance fixes, this and that. <laughs> and they called it the Lord of the Ring. Like, like, as in singular, like they couldn't even get the name right. Oh my they called gosh! It the, yep, they're like, we're sorry, we want to help, you know, or we want to, you know, uh, uh, fix any mistakes that we had with the legacy of the Lord of the Ring. And and I'm like, oh my god, it's I'm so like, bad. Guys, I didn't even know it already released. Like, Hargit Chani pre-ordered. It. I said, you can still return it. He's like, ah, I'll give it a shot. I'm like, okay, but um, apparently it's Why been would- out for a few days. Yeah, no, it's been out. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of another banger. <laughs> Uh, Microids <laughs> decided to go ahead and bring Inspector Gadget to the Xbox, even though they said they couldn't or they wouldn't. And they said because of the uh, overwhelming fan feedback, go, go, Gadget Port! And uh, wow, can't wait to whoa, never whoa, play whoa, whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. I didn't even know anything about this, and my ear is to the ground. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I did not hear about an Inspector Gadget game. Are you kidding? Yeah, and it, it looks like... Um, assassin i saw what you wrote <laughs> you know like those cheap 3d animated disney cartoons like the mickey mouse uh, oh you mouse. mean pixar no cheap no sorry no, yeah. like, like the cheap ones like they're the ones that's on tv on in the morning for kids yeah, 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 and it's yeah, all flat yeah. shaded and and like they just got the bare bones geometry on the screen that's what uh yeah. it looks like it's right out of 1990 this inspector gadget thing and nobody was begging for it but it was the principle of dang it if you're making a pc version why can't you port it to the xbox but um it it's kind of a longer conversation mag about developers thinking ah we don't need to make an xbox version playstation will get us enough sales which is really that's- crappy you know what? I'm actually now that he's already dropped three super chats tonight. My goodness! Uh, you want to read uh, one of them? Can you still see yeah, it? J- uh, I have. Oh all my of god! Them. He he dropped two more. My goodness! I can't keep up. Colt, you keep up. I don't even remember where you left off. <laughs> oh yeah, he, the one where he said, "Mag, you rock." That one we won't miss. Oh, oh yeah, okay. he's got and a couple he got chats here. Here we um, go. We got another super chat for three pounds from, of course, the mighty <laughs> Jez himself. Jez, oh, but uh, not not Jez Corden. Uh, apparently, everybody else calls him Jez Gordon. I'm like, what is oh he, my Flash gosh. Gordon? They can't get his name right. And he put like a smiley. It looks He'll like some kind of a Japanese. <laughs> yeah, it's like some kind of a Japanese like laffy dog. And then, uh, and then, of course, uh, there's a couple more. I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Meg. Second, uh, second I mean. <laughs> What's with Jez and the little cutesy poo things? I don't. I, I love it. It looks like one of those, like those anime dogs from Japan. You know, the ones that the right. girls keep like, in their purse. It's got like the sparkly eyes and a second yeah. coming with the two dollars super chat. Thank you. He says the show is not fire. Jez says I'm not okay at editing. My ascent review is okay in my opinion. I just hate how long it takes. Laugh out loud. That video took me two to three hours for like five minutes. What the f? It's true. Yes. You know what? If, if you don't have if time you and do that's it not your right. bread and butter. Yep. If you're doing like, it right. All right. Here, I'll just say this before I move on. If you're producing your videos right, 
a one minute of footage should take you a half an hour to an hour to put together to get things on screen, flyover graphics, audio, and the right. whatever you're saying over that bit. Um, when I sit down to make a 10, 12 minute video, I am planning on working five to six hours at least just so I can get right. it right. Just so, because uh, I'll, I'll give you one piece of advice for anybody who's thinking about making content. Here's my motto. If you say it, you dang well better see it on screen. That's super important. Super important. Yes. Well, because it, people make the people make the correlation between what you're saying or the text. We'll call it text, okay? Voice text to yes. imagery, right? Yep. And then if they can associate with that, then then people will connect better to the video as opposed to just talking about something and having something completely random on the screen yep. that doesn't that doesn't correlate with what you're speaking about, right? Because yeah. then they will not make that association. That's all. That's all what they you know. That, that's all um, psychological when it comes to like filmmaking, for example, right? Or filmmaking. YouTube, all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. It's all the same thing. So it's all I'm very important. On a, You're right. I'm working on a super class tier for Patreon where Ooh, I can talk to people about thumbnail making, angling videos, producing in in either whatever video pr- production or how you work in Premiere Pro, the Adobe Suite, just the way to approach content, mic, audio, and all that stuff. Because I've been doing YouTube for five or six years full time on the side for my job, but I have like 18 years of graphic design, production, and marketing experience, and you just got to kind of try to get those things right, but I will release that out there. For anybody who wants to kind of figure out how to get things going the right way, we'll, we'll get to talk about that, but you know, shout out to uh, almost 1,300 people here. Where are we? We are at Yodana Kizada with the $2 Super says, 1,300 in the chat. Hit the like button, like Mav said, and, and shout out to Mav from Fun Speculation. He he never doesn't make me laugh when he writes something in the chat. He's been super spicy and messy when it comes to uh, what's going on. Let's talk about one of the hot, super hot, fiery hot rumors that dropped this week that Sony and PlayStation were mark- money ready to buy and bring home CD Projekt Red to the PlayStation Studios. And this was the fiery thing that people were talking about all weekend. Well, you're probably knee deep in mess. Did you hear about this, Mag? Yeah, I did hear about it. I didn't, I didn't believe a word of it. Listen, uh, whether hey, you know what? Who knows? Like maybe it could happen down the road and stuff. I doubt it. Why would they even bother? Look, it. They just released today. I just saw it. I, actually, I literally just saw it while I was exercising before the show. I had my little screen up and I was checking the news. Right. Well, hey, man, I got my thing. <laughs> I got my tablet there. I'm watching the news. I'm che- you know I'm checking the news feeds. And what did they say? Colt, I'm not doing jazzercise from the '80s. Okay, <laughs> With that dancing. Yeah. Were you watching? <laughs> All right. Were you and watching? Jazz- and three and two and four. Were you and watching jazz- Richard Simmons? Yeah, <laughs> let's sweat, people. Woo-hoo! Um. Anyways, no. So what I did see though was an article saying that uh, Witcher Three cro- uh, crossed fifty million uh, copies uh, as of this week. Why yeah, would they? Yeah, so why would they sell? Where are they going? Fifty yeah. million on one IP. That's like. Ten times that's ten times more than other studios do when that's they almost have a three times the sales of Spider Man twenty eighteen. Like holy mackerel. What are you guys talking about right yeah. now? Fifty million copies? They're basically like the the, the the Eastern European version of Rockstar for crying out loud. They Cyberpunk like broke sales records while it was being yanked from the PlayStation store and it was being mass returned in twenty twenty and it was still breaking sales records. I don't know about oh. breaking records, but it was it was it still matter, one of the highest selling games that year. Here's here's they're the doing incredible. Yes, I hope they can move on from the things they faltered and 
in cyberpunk and remember this remember this theme mag and and audience listening that studios will make one mistake in their career and then they'll move up from that and hopefully uh we've seen those uh our favorite studios do that once and then they're done but here's what the this is from the ceo of cdpr adam kaczynski said i can repeat what we've been saying throughout the years cd project red is not for sale no and so that that just killed that narrative so that killed it right away. The other thing is when uh, Cyberpunk launched, never mind the fact that they just released that information today about 50 million, uh, 50 million sales of Witcher 3. Um, then you look at, uh, what's it called, Cyberpunk, and then the first, what was it, the first three days, they had 16 million copies sold? What? Like a successful, like a, a wildly successful game, I, I personally would consider 5 million sales to be of what, a, a, of, a, a, of Cyberpunk? Excellent. Cyberpunk was 16 million Holy in the first three smokes. days. They, they they had like a le- I think it was like 11 million pre-orders because don't forget Steam was a huge part of that, right? So yep, they had yep. Steam, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, whatever, uh, and so but Steam was a huge component of these pre-sales and as well as obviously as well as the two consoles, right? But anyways, here's yeah. the thing. Um, now I forgot what I was gonna say. My goodness, uh, <laughs> what I was oh yeah yeah right right. What I was talking about is that you get 60 million copies. I consider a successful game 5 million sale, five million copies sold, right? Uh, I would say that. Now, multiply two, it by 10. Two plus million. Two plus million is oh, no, no, I'm right saying like this really, close to the, to the yeah. Uh, I'm saying I, 5 I, million is like. Yeah, 5 is probably successful. 2 is like you didn't lose your butt. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah that's a yeah, pretty yeah. good call. I'm thinking good call. 5 million. I think 5 million is like the magic number for me. That's the one where you have like, you know, a champagne weekend in Vegas with the whole staff kind of deal, right? Because then you're like, you know what? We did great. We made a ton of money for the studio, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 50 million? You just you just secured yourself for the next decade of independence, right? And then, of course, they have multiple IPs on the go right now. They have another Witcher game coming out. They've got DLC for Cyberpunk, which is going to do very well. And I'm I'm expecting, I would expect $25 us i think for the expansion if not more if, if i'm gonna base it on witcher 3 yeah. um expansions i would say about 20 to 25 dollars us per expansion but the fact that i think that there's only one expansion that they've talked about this might be a bigger one than than the witcher ones i mean the witcher ones were big they were they were practically games in themselves right those uh, yeah. remember that they had bl- blood and wine and then they had the other one where they switched yeah, like i was stuff. gonna say they're pretty pretty lengthy they're like uh, expansions they, 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 yeah they were media expansions. Now, the, th- the, the the fact that they announced one expansion would lead me to believe that this is the first time in, what, two years now? It's been two years since they released the game. So now I think this is going to be much bigger. I think it's going to be at least 25 U.S., 30, 29.99 Canadian, and I guess respectively about, about 25 uh, euro. Uh, somewhere around in that range, right? They're going to make a mint off that. <laughs> a mint off of that and that's going to fuel them going forward for their next projects which of course is going to be another witcher game whether it's witcher 4 or whether it's going to be some kind of a prequel i'm not really 100 percent sure i know they've talked about it but i can't remember off the top of my head maybe i'm getting it confused with the netflix shows i don't know but anyways there is another yeah. witcher coming and then they have another ip on the way as well i think an, an original ip that they're very slowly working on i think it's just in the pre- whatever previs like state like so they're going to focus on another witcher game and then that they're fine why would they why would they get involved with sony for what for what what purpose the best they could do is just do marketing rights and get and, and get uh, get the bag dropped off at their door right why not yeah 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 uh, i'm sorry the chats chats too too crazy no they're not going to buy cdpr um yeah i mean this comes from 
PlayStation fanboys like desperately trying to conjure in the conjuring circle a second showcase, a second secret showcase, or some bombastic handful of reveals at, at the Summer Games Fest for Keeley's. Um, I want to talk about the Summer Showcase, but I want to start it off kind of unorthodox, Mag, because Wednesday I actually took off work just to watch this. I, I didn't want to be bugged with meetings or anything. I wanted to be able to just concentrate on the, on the PlayStation Showcase. Let me start by... I want to make sure I, I do this pacing properly because first I want to talk about what we thought they were going to show and what the insiders said they were going to show and what the fans were hoping would be at the show. But first, keep that in your mind. Mag, you're my non-ADD co-host, so you can right. hold on to thoughts longer than, and it's already gone, right, for me? First, I want to say... Full disclosure to to the you know shout out to thirteen hundred people here. Let's see what do we have fourteen hundred. Thank you so much for being here. Um, this is me Wednesday right before the showcase went up. Okay, I'm gonna embarrass myself and be brutally personally honest about how I felt going into the PlayStation showcase. I woke up in the morning and I said, Colt, you have a PS5. Anything that looks amazing on this showcase, just remember, Colt, you're gonna be able to play it on your PS5. You won't miss out. It just won't come to Xbox. It's going to be okay. Now, of course, I'm, I'm embellishing there, but I did have to tell myself because as someone who runs an Xbox podcast here with Mag or I do all this content, like we always talk about what Xbox has access to. Never in my wildest dreams did I think this show will be loaded full of games that were coming to Xbox. So going into the showcase, my friends and I were joking. I was watching the show live in a party chat with Hargeet, Zocker, and um, I can't remember. It was a bunch of us, a bunch of the guys from, I think, uh, I can't remember who's in there. Anyway, I'm rambling. We were a little bit worried because PlayStation hasn't done anything in two years. This was their moment to curb stomp Xbox, and they have no roadmap for 2024. So they could just lay it all out there, and it would be a huge moment for PlayStation. Meg, I'm going to start with you. What were some of the big things that we thought would be at the showcase or that was rumored to be there? Well, I could tell you one thing. I was excited for the show because my impression, whether it was portrayed or not, my personal impression was that this was going to be a, a showcase that showed us what's coming in the second half of the generation. They didn't have to show gameplay so much. Maybe like for like whatever's coming up in the next year or so. Um, show a little, you know, obviously like the Spider-Man and stuff like that. Maybe some other games like that. What is it called? That e whatever, that, that Eternal Blade or whatever it was. Like some things like that. I expected those kind of things. But I was also expecting like give us another drop of uh, like show us what they're working on without actually showing us. Just tell us the roadmap of what's coming from the big studios. Like the Sony Santa Monica's got that. Uh, they got that big game, com uh, that game coming out. Naughty Dog with their the sci-fi um, game. Yeah, sci-fi game. We talked about right? last week. Yeah, sorry, that was uh, Sony Santa Monica. And then you've got uh, mm -hmm. Naughty Dog with, of course, Factions, which I expected 100% to see a full 10-minute breakdown of Factions. Nothing. Where was where was Silent Hill Remake that everybody's been talking about for a year? Where was it? And then, um, and then on top of that, where was the sale? Where was the sales pitch for PSVR 2? Nothing. I expected some kind of like a revolutionary like title saying, hey, 
listen, we're working closely with our with our big studios. We're going to give you a Days Gone PSVR experience, uh, PSVR two experience. We've been a working with Steve. We're going to bring Half Life Alex to PSVR. Half-Life. Now, we talked about that last week, and right. then, you know, we, we came to the conclusion that because you know they're involved with the Quest Three, that there's no way that they're going to put it on a competing a competing platform. Because when the Quest Three launches, yeah, I could bet you my bottom dollar says that uh, Half Life Alex launches with Oculus Quest Three now or uh, Meta Quest Three, excuse me. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Meta. Anyway, but they did it. They didn't sell me on the PSVR two. I'm sitting there with money in hand, going, "Show me a reason to buy this thing." And you know what I did instead? You see these ca- you see these uh, cabinets I got? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number four is already going to be on the way in the next few weeks. I ordered the Miss Pac-Man Legacy Edition. Uh, comes built in with like almost 20 games. And uh, that's going to go right here where the, where, the, where the drink table is. So the drink table's coming out. A fourth uh, arcade cabinet's coming in. Because guess what? PSVR 2 did not sell me on buying a PSVR 2. I looked at it and I'm like, Beat Saber? Are you effing joking? Uh, what, what was the other one? The Arizona well, game. Actually, which I want to I, I want to show a, a kind of a montage of that uh, while we talk about it. If we're <laughs> sorry, that's 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 what I that's what it sounded like when I was watching the oh thing about the PSVR two. They're like, "Who's excited? Who's excited?" Nope, that's all I heard. Yeah, it was crickets, baby. Let me tell you something. So the oh, first thing I- the first thing you're gonna see on the screen is the montage of multi-plats that were shown. That's the first thing I, I put on. And Mag, Mag will have to see this. I always forget that Mag can't see this stuff at the same time I do. Um, no, Discord sucks. Danger. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's on OBS, so you can't see it. There's this montage of, I'm watch, I'm watch. of games that are, you know, Alan Wake, a Varium game, a couple little indies. Um, something important. Hold on, it's showing Alan Wake 2 right now, I think. Uh, Street Fighter Six. I mean, I I want to get in just a minute into all the stuff they showed throughout the showcase because it unfolded crazily. What's that? Now you asked me what I was expecting wasn't there, so we haven't got into the other stuff that you're showing now. Like I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Are you are you? So remember the other thing was the GTA Six exclusivity. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Exclusivity thing for. But let's be honest. Silent Hill remake was shocking that it wasn't there uh, because everybody's been talking about it for so long. You figured they'd have something to show by now, right? But the thing yeah. is, is, there's the summer oh, games. There's audio happening. there. I'm sorry. They- Hold on a second. I didn't realize that. Um, let me find that. Hang on a second, sir. Where is it? Right is here, I think. Sorry about that. I didn't realize I had audio in there. Sorry about that. I think I got it fixed. Give me thumbs up if I've got the audio fixed there. Um, it, it'll take about 20 seconds for it to catch up. Um, you might need to rewind and say your last couple sentences again. They said they can't oh, no, hear I'll... me. Hold on. All Discord, right. Discord. Hear? Colt, you can hear me. should be able to hear me. Colt, we can't yep. hear you. Hold on. Everybody's I got to wait for it to catch up. Everybody's Still saying show is too loud. Hang down. on. Discord yep. audio, that's you. You don't have to do anything. 
No, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm there we go. Sense. There we go. Yeah, it's it's so like when you're live, like those 20 seconds are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, okay. I'm sorry. Anyway. Go back and say what you were saying about. Uh, I said that GTA Six was supposed to be exclusive, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this video back here in a second. But there go we ahead. go. We got all the we got all the thumbs up now. Um, listen, the thing that I was saying was is that it's the the, the Silent Hill remake has been talked about for so long you figure they would have had something to show by now that was the shocking one to me however that being said the summer show uh, the summer games showcase with keely's coming up and i have a feeling uh, keely's got the angle on some of the japanese games because i mean let's face that's a that's a japanese game right and then on top of that i think you might get that death stranding too um shown at the at the key well i, I don't want to call it the keely's because the keely's is the, the the award show so we'll call it the summer game show but i think that that's yeah. coming there too but the thing is, if they are going to be PlayStation exclusive, it's shocking to me that they chose to show multi-plat games at the PlayStation Showcase, but they're going to show PlayStation exclusive games at the Summer Games Showcase. What what is happening no, here? No, the thing no. is, the games looked fun. I enjoyed the games. Si- uh, no, I was about to say Silent Hill. Um, Alan Wake looked fantastic. Uh, the fact that we get to play as another character on top of that, cool, I'm down with that, uh, as the, um, what's it called, the FBI agent there. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get to play as Alan Wake, and we're going to play- get to play as the FBI agent. I could see it like Resident Evil 2, two branching storylines and going in opposite directions, right? Mm, That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And then eventually they could Tarantino and then sort of meet up at the end kind of deal, right? Great. That's some, you know, I, I, that has potential for great storytelling, right? So I'm like, I'm excited for that. I was excited for co- a couple of those other little games. Uh, I was excited for that game uh, ab- uh, from the creator of Abzu, uh, that that uh, sort of indie game. It was, uh, it looked- Sword in the Sand. Sword. I, I wrote yeah, it down. I, I wrote him down. I wrote him down. Anyway, Let me go. Great looking game. Let's go in order since we're in in here. Um, this might have to move down here. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. So let me move this topic down here so it opened up mag with the fair games i want to talk about that for a second fair game right. a lot of people calling it fair game it's fair games with a dollar sign so this is the uh, blessed haven studios jade raymond's team that has been built and bought by playstation studios they're making a three-player co-op pvp heist game I'm like shaking my head like contraband Dude. is literally one to two years away from releasing from the avalanche studio by all rights about the same size as Haven studios. This game, uh, contraband is set in the seventies. This one's yeah. set in the near future with saints row looking like characters. Mag, did you watch this trailer? Do you have any Dude. like editorials Dude. to make on it? Dude, it looked like a bad version of Fortnite. I will not talk smack about Fortnite because Fortnite is actually a really well-made game. It's not necessarily my jam all the time. I play it. I play it with my son uh, once in a while. It's good. It's good. But it's a well-made game. I saw the guys with the pig masks, and I'm like, here we go with this crap. Yeah, you got the Watch Dogs Legion, the Payday uh, 4.9. Expert in the chat says... Xberg says it looks red fallish, so I'm giving him a laugh out loud because I actually did laugh out loud. Um. <laughs> God Emperor <laughs> Sofa King, that was funny. Uh, yeah, it, it basically looked like like I was I was expecting like uh, AR-15s that were pink, sparkly AR-15s with like. But we saw know, real gameplay, right? Or was that like, CGI? Oh my god! No, it was all CGI. Uh, that was Yikes. nonsense. Uh, so in the what? chat, give us give us your predicted review score for 
Fair Games by Haven Studio. Put that in the chat there. Do you have anything else you want to <laughs> you want to say to yeah, Fair yeah, Games? Yeah, I do want to. Not about fair games. I was just going to say something in general, uh, but I, I will save it for the rest for later on down the show here. But I will say something in general of this direction of this live service games is a big mistake. And we will get into that later, I'm sure. That is. That's a, that's a topic when we finish talking about all the things they get, showed. I will so get the, into the, that later. The next one I'll, was... I'll <laughs> the next one... So I, I got to set the scene. Like When I was in this party chat, there was like eight of us in party chat... And we were like, you know, we we're nail biting. Like, this is going to be the funeral of Xbox. And then they show Square Enix's Foam Stars. <laughs> I want to say, which honestly looks like, if I'm going to play that that game with my kids or with some of my friends just to try it out, we might have some good laughs. Uh, but I mean, maybe. is this what you want to see at a banger PlayStation showcase after two years of not showing anything? Well, me, tell me, me about Foam Stars. What do you think? Me at the back of the pl- uh, class. Pick me. Pick me, Colt. Pick me. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. Uh, Mag, the the yeah, hockey okay. guy with the, with the shaved head. Go ahead. All right, let's take it easy. First of all, Jazz <laughs> Jazz Rock Fusion in the chat. He said, "Mag ponies be foaming at the mouth," and he put a <laughs> and he put a he put the the sunglass uh, sun, uh, face. Anyways, here's the thing. You have to pay for this game, Colt. This is not a try game. Don't forget Maybe. that. Oh, well, where's, I mean, yeah, probably. Going? Yeah, probably it's not like Ubisoft. It. Ubisoft might have made it free to play. But this is Square Enix and Sony we're talking about here. They're going to charge you for it somehow, some way. I don't even think, because I think if they were going to drop it in PlayStation Plus, they would have said it. I think it would have said day one in PlayStation Plus so that people would be like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot because it's quote-unquote free. You know what I mean? Kind of like, kind of like how people mm-hmm. say with Game Pass. They're like, well, I'm already subscribed to Game Pass. Might as well this, try it. Yeah. This this, this mid game is coming out. Well, I'll just try it because I'm not actually paying for it. I mean, you are in a way paying for it because you are paying your fifteen whatever dollars a month if you have Ultimate or whatever, right? But the point is, there is no guarantee that this is not a pay or that this is a free to play. I think they would have a said it was free to play or b they would have said it was in PlayStation Plus. Neither one of those things were said. Therefore leads me to believe that this could be a $20 game or maybe a $25 game or knowing Sony it could be a $70 game for all we know. Who the heck knows? All I know is that that it that ain't that ain't it. That ain't it. Whatever that was, that's that, no. Okay, I, I don't even like Splatoon, okay? And then hey, uh, Splatoon is like I'm going to do I'll do a poll cuz Oh God! After I've laughed about it, and I, I paused the video on the screen, you'll see it pause here in a second. Um, Lady Foxfire, yeah, I paused it so we can we can cover a couple of things. I'm gonna put in the chat. Uh, does uh, my caps is on? Does Foam Stars uh, look fun? Now it's just a simple question. Does it look fun? It doesn't mean you have to buy it. Doesn't mean you're gonna play a lot of it. Doesn't mean it's gonna score really high. Just it's a, it's an anonymous poll. An anonymous anonymous. What song was that? Mrs. Jackson? Was that Mrs. Jackson? Saw Mrs. Jackson. Oh, I was going the Muppets route. I was like, (laughs) or the phenomena. Does film stars look fun? I'm asking the community. Let me read some supers while you guys vote for that. No shame. No one can see what you write. But I'm kind of thinking, yeah, it looks fun. I might try it. Do I want to spend 70 bucks? No. So we got Spartan661 with a $5 super. Thank you, Spartan. He says, Colt and Mag are both awesome. We love what you do. Keep up the good work. What you both do brings us back over and over again. We are watching. We freaking really appreciate it. Thank you yeah, so man. much. Highlander001 with a five says, seeing Colt, Alex Fritt, Konami's Gaz show was great. Nice to see you guys could both take shots from Alex. 
Colt is going to PC Master Race, only needed mag. And I did say on that show that um, if Starfield is 30 frames only on Series X, I will play it on PC. And they were like, what? Oh my gosh, big respect. I'm like, come on, man. Like, there's Series X should be doing that. But I also said that if it's 30 on Series X, it's not the console's problem. It's that build of Starfield and Creation Engine 2. We might talk about that later. Let's see. We got Preston. Thank you so much for the five. Says you two make a great team. Best Xbox show around. Don't say that out loud. There's a lot of great shows out there. <laughs> There's a ton of great thank ones. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Gary Barwick with another Australian with a five. Thank you, Gary. He says Sony are moving on from VR into games as a service, much to the chagrin of their fan base. Sony realized they have to become like Xbox to survive the years ahead. Gary, hold on to that. Pin that. I'm going to talk about that with Mag after we finish talking about the showcase uh, stuff. Timothy Struble with the five. Thank you, Timothy. This is the biggest thing I took out of the showcase was the live service future for Sony. I think this could blow up in their face. And Timothy's right because they have a roadmap of 60% of their games will be live service. I can bet you that a good portion of that 40% of those games that are not considered live service will have multiplayer modes in them or something. So it's a big shift because that's where the money is. And as Zucker said on his new podcast, Sell It's a Gaming, last week, he said all Sony needs is one of those games of service to hit hit the jackpot, and the rest of them could just wash, and it'll still be okay. And that's why Xbox is doing so well, despite being in third place. Ralph Logan with the five says, almost at 500 likes. Let's go. Hit the button. Great show, guys. And we are over there with 508, and I can unpin that comment because you guys you know are what? amazing. Say we it. got 1,500 people in the chat. We got 1,500 people in the chat. And Levit- Leviticus Cornwall, I saw what you said. Just because the <laughs> chat's moving fast doesn't mean these old eyes can't see it. Over the hill game guy. All right, we'll see what's up. I'm like, we'll see what's up. Can yeah, no, you slow I can see- it down for us old guys? We're, we're the old Muppets up in the uh, balcony just talking trash. Yeah. One more from Boner Jams. Thank you, Boner Jams. He says, what time do we get into the PS5 talk? Great show. Colt Northwood. Great seeing you, Mag. Have a great week, everyone. We are in the uh, middle. Totally in the middle. Let me hit play. What were you going to say? Nothing. I'm just saying, what's up? The, the what's Boner up? Jams. Yeah, Boner Jams. It's what's up? Funny. So a lot of big a lot of big games. Um, w- what's on screen won't necessarily line up what we're talking about whatsoever. Hell Divers was another game. I don't know anything about Hell Divers. I was in there with Zocker as well, and Zocker's like, oh, I love that game back in the day on the PS2 or PS... I think it was PS3, maybe? I'd never heard of it before, but apparently it's a great return from a s- third-party studio that is making it exclusive for PlayStation. Uh, third-person multiplayer competitive, I think. Do you know anything about Hell Divers? Well, I know that there was a part one. <laughs> I mean, you're better than I, I am. I, I, I seriously you know just never like? heard of it. You know what? Actually, you know what's really funny? After watching the showcase a couple days later, I sat down and watched Starship Troopers because if you watch that trailer, oh, it yeah. was a direct ripoff of Starship. <laughs> Would you like to learn more? You know Did I mean? you really we go watch Starship to Troopers after yeah, that? Yeah, I watched it. I did because it was on Netflix and I'm like, you know what? It's right here. And so I watched it with my son who's never seen it before because he's way too young and, and it obviously scarred him for life because I forgot how much gore are in those movies. Uh, hey, man, it's the same guy who made Robocop. If you watch the original Robocop, that thing is ah. a gore fest, right? So I'm sitting yeah. there watching it with my son and about halfway through, I look over at my wife. I'm like, honey, I think we made a mistake. 
Because there's just like limbs and like intestines flying everywhere. And I'm like, oh, crap. But anyways, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is that trailer sparked sparked the idea. And I'm like, you know what? Let's watch Starship Troopers. And we did. And it was basically that. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a mix between Starship Troopers and Outriders. You know the game Outriders that came out yeah, uh, yeah. What, two, two years yeah, ago? I, Outriders was, was not like, wonderful. Hold well, on. I'm trying to scrub I, I, this right what? to the point here. I, got, I played all I'm the way through it. To you. I got a thousand out of a thousand on that game on uh, you, on Xbox. I swear to I swear to God, I, I, I played I the whole it. thing with Rand. Uh, it, it really stressed oh, me out. That's probably why you didn't have a. Well, that's that's probably what stressed <laughs> yeah, you out. Rand, look Rand. at this cat quest, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like we were laughing our heads off when this. When, I'm like, doesn't Xbox usually show stuff like this in their shows? But <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you guys get another cat game, another. Do you one? remember? You remember when? Remember when uh, Xbox had that deer, that that deer oh, game where the yeah, deer, the Bambi simulator, like, we called it. Yeah, the Bambi simulator, and everybody was freaking out. I was, I was like, at hey, Xbox. Paul Verhoeven, thank you. Thank I was. You, Nova. What, what do you say? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, he was saying Paul Verhoeven. I, I, oh, I forgot wow. the director's name, wow, but great, uh, uh, great Dova, Vo, Dova Volkuna there said uh, to, it was Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, he's an amazing. He makes amazing movies. Uh, there's so much fun. I'll buy uh, that anyways, for a yes. dollar. So, yeah, yeah, no, I was I, at, I, I was at the event in person in the big theater live on the stage, and they were showing Bambi headbutting some uh, some X- Xbox body wash out of a out of vending machine. Yeah, not good, not good. I'm this lying, Plucky Squire like, looks yeah. cool to him. Yeah, what? So, like people are freaking out about like I'm like okay, and then all of a sudden they're showing this stuff, and people are not freaking out. Like, come on. Uh, but anyways, whatever. Listen, the games looked fun, except it for was that just foam eating chart. up a lot of this like supposed but, seventy minute show. And right. I kept looking down at my clock, and I'm like, "They haven't even showed the VR stuff yet." Like, right? And I'm going to be total you know fanboy. Is- all right, I'm going to be total fanboy. Right. I was like, we were in the party chat, and I was telling soccer, I go, "Bro, we as Xbox fans, we could be okay. Like, this thing could end soon with just Spider Man, and then that's it." And he's like, "Hold on, take it easy, Colt. They still have 20 more minutes." And then they ate it up a bunch of the time with VR. Uh, let me go to the next one on the list. Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, like that was supposed supposedly an exclusive up until about two or three weeks ago when Jez Corden uh, was one from Windows Central and Xbox Two podcast was one of the first people to say I've heard it's fully multiplat and it was on the stage for for PlayStation and yes coming to right. everything. So um, right. I don't know. I want we talked. Yeah. We talked about Alan Wake, but I want to ask you about Final Fantasy because a lot of people are like, it looks really good, but they chewed up a good portion of the show showing a game that comes out in less than a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Right? And, and I'm like, what are they, you doing? They already did a breakdown of Final Fantasy 16, didn't they? A few weeks ago when they showed when they showed the extended yeah. trailer, they showed gameplay, they had an interview with the guy and the whole business, and they're like, oh, yeah, you could do this with the dog. Like, it was, well, it was, a, it was a state of play, right, for Final Fantasy XVI. Yes. And actually, funny enough, I'm, I'm still going to wait for reviews, but funny enough, actually watching that state of play kind of sold me on the game because I'm not a Final Fantasy fan. Uh, I really I like I don't like I don't like turn based combat. I don't like having to control an entire team. It bothers me. And I prefer the more like the third person action RPG kind of thing where you're controlling one character. Right. And then you get to focus on the one character and moves and abilities and that kind of thing. I don't want to be farting around with like four <laughs> or five people. And then like one person throws like, you know, one, one person throws like a soda can. And then the next person like, you know, conjures a demon from the ground. Like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Give me a sword or a weapon or whatever. So anyways, yeah. the point is, it sold me on the game. 
you didn't have to sell me again on the game. It you know chewed up a lot of precious time it that we were hoping up, that, up time, but that maybe PlayStation that was, was going to bring it, right? What do you think of this maybe teardown, was- this like Lego game, this like Lego nah. Minecraft? No, My son's no, watched no. Uh, influencers have early access. He says it's pretty cool, but I couldn't believe they chewed up a, I don't know, four-minute segment of the show. Uh, Noob Dukums in the chat says the effects of Teardown look yeah. cool. Up, this game looks fun. I hope that it's something that, like I said, man, when you got kids that are old enough to like play, you know, really engaged in a game on a, on a controller, like I've had so much fun playing games with my kids, so... But I don't know. Am I going to be playing that game with Zocker or Gaz or Mag? I don't know about Teardown, oh, but no, it does look kind of cool. No, hold on. There's one thing we got to talk about. Poochie, I saw what you said. Uh, sorry, <laughs> He's he everything. He, saw, he, saw, he called me a simpleton. Oh, I see it. I see it. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know he's just joking, but still. Anyways, um, I'm just being funny. Anyway, here's the thing. There's something we've got to remember, everybody, who watched that show. We saw all those games, right? Great. Wonderful. We also know that these are not coming to a gaming service. So there's a whole bunch of indie games that you're going to have to, presumably, you're going to be paying for. So it's not the kind of thing where, like, let's say, we, I hate to say this. It's going to, sound, it's going to sound weird no matter which way I say it, so I'm just going to no, say right, it. Do it. When you're watching an Xbox show and you're watching, like, a bunch of, like, indies or AA games, you know that they're coming to Game Pass, so the, 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 the financial risk is almost zero because you're already subscribed to the service, presumably, again. Right, mm-hmm. so you're sitting there watching, going, you know what, that looks pretty cool. I'll give it a shot. And then you look at like, like let's say last year when we watched like High on Life, you like that looked pretty wild. I, I'm gonna give that a shot. Or Pentiment, hey, that looked pretty cool. Let's check that out because you're already subscribed to a service that you're utilizing, right? When you're looking at this showcase, these could all be individual purchases. So now the scrutiny is ten times higher because now you're gonna go, you know what, that looks cute. But there's always going to be the caveat of the but you're going to have to dish out money to pay for it, and, and then you're going to and have to ten more your- dollars on top of what you thought games used to cost, right? Right, exactly. And then you're going to have to pay for your online subscription to be able to play with your friends on top of that. So, you're, <laughs> like, let's say your PS Plus, right? So you're going to have yeah. to pay for your PS Plus to play online with your friends. Plus, you're going to have to buy the game, and then plus plus you're going to have to convince. Your friends to buy the game too. Yeah. What are we talking about here? Like the the walls you're putting in, like the obstacles you're putting in front of the game are not enticing because now you're now you're turning it away. Like from you're turning people away. So now that I break it down that way, you put up three obstacles that are going to tank these games because maybe you might think, Colt, that that Lego Minecraft yeah. situation yeah. is cool and you buy it for twenty five bucks or thirty bucks. But let's there's say something uh, worse, there's something worse gas. you're not you're not seeing there. Like, what if like gas this... like, I'm gonna pay 30 bucks for that. <laughs> right. I mean the the worst thing is the optics of this is the big moment for PlayStation to show their first party offering, like why you bought a PS5, why I bought a PS5. And they literally walked out with four to four point five games for first party, and a, one of them I I it, We'll get to it in a minute, but it's there's some hypocrisy that comes with that. We'll get into that as well. Let me, see, you know, the, the thing is, like, I play a game. Like, I see some people sitting in the chat. Like, I like, for example, on the PlayStation side, I played Horizon Forbidden West. Right? I put in a hundred and something, inclu- including the DLC. I put in like 120, 130 hours in the game. I played it for like three months or whatever. I didn't mind paying full price for that because I 
I like I, I don't mind the price of admission because it gave me literally dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of entertainment, right? Sure, sure. You're trying to sell us on games that we're not 100% on and you still got to dish out cash for and then you've got to convince like I said then you got to convince your friends to dish out cash. This <sighs> is not an easy feat, man. Like I'm looking I'm, at this and I'm like this doesn't sound like a like a very enticing like at least with Game Pass you're saying, "Listen, Give it a shot. It's there. You know what I'm saying? It's there. Give it a shot. You're already, you're, you know, you well, subscribe to I'm going to say anyway. this on behalf of PlayStation Showcase and the upcoming Xbox Showcase that when you wait a year to put your big show up, you can't show games that are like, hey, this might be cool. I don't think you have time for that. I think if you're going to pack in 60 minutes of a pre- presentation, you have to show the big things and the super promising small things. Like, if a small game is shown on Xbox show like last year and it's Silk Song, like that's massive for people. Or um, the last case of Benedict Fox, which looks like it could be as great as Ori, although it wasn't. Like that's okay to show, but to show something like Pirate Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, <laughs> and expecting a VR to version of Crossfire, like the worst reviewed game that was. That was yeah. exclusive to Xbox is now VR version on at the PlayStation Showcase. You might as well just been insulting the fans like, hey, I know not a lot of you are buying VR, but here's a game none of you wanted to play. I'm going to end this poll. 80% said Foam Stars does not, not look fun. So I'm a fraud. Oh, now now imagine now imagine <laughs> you got to pay 25 bucks for that game, let's just say. And now you got to convince three of your friends to buy I think that it's game. More than 20 wanna... I think it's 50 okay, bucks. Uh, 50 bucks. Okay, let's say it's let's say it's 50 bucks, okay? So now you're going to have to pay for PlayStation Plus, right? Which is whatever. Uh the you're lowest paying I think for the it anyway tier... if you're yeah. Yeah. Well, the lowest tier is like 10 bucks, I believe if I'm not mistaken. Or Xbox and... Live because I think Foam Stars Foam Stars is a multiplat, isn't it? Oh, or, is it? I'm not, I wasn't sure. I, don't, I wasn't sure. I'm actually not. I don't remember. I, I'm, Chad, I'm help still us still, out. I'm going to look this up. I normally have this stuff uh, vetted out. So let me look it up while you're talking. Go ahead. Yeah. So no, <sighs> what I was going to say is that now, let's say you're paying 50 bucks. On top of that, you're going to be paying 10 bucks a month to play online for the same game. Then on top of that, you're going to have to convince three of your friends to play with you. Otherwise, you're going to be playing with complete strangers. This is not a great strategy for these smaller games, right? If you've got the big AAA bangers that you know people will line up for, like your Spider-Mans, you don't have to drop that into like a service or anything. You know people are going to yeah. pay seventy bucks for that without question, and you watch that it's going to be it's going to be uh, you know it's going to be selling tens of millions of copies, right? Spider-Man Two, but. You get these smaller games that people are not sure about, and you're not dropping it into a service that people can at least give it a shot, or it's free to play in the very least. You are setting yourself up for massive failure because it's going to, it's it's going to be dead on arrival because no one's going to be it, it, like it's it's risk aversion at this point, right? Like people are not going to be interested in paying for something that they're not sure about, and it, and it the is exclusive. Yeah, the chat's right. I looked it up. All right, there is not a version good. on Xbox. Um, I mean. I expect the same results from Destruction All-Stars. I like Destruction All-Stars for the little bit I played it. None of my friends were playing it, so I played like nine matches, and then I bounced. But uh, yeah. Kevin Bell's full star is going to fail because it's not multi-plat. Probably. Well, that- Would have Bleeding Edge made it if it was on PS4 when it launched? Ew, it wasn't no, a great probably game to not. begin with, so like, but it didn't help. When Kevin Bell says that, you have to like say, yeah, you know, he's got, he's not wrong. 
but you know, a, a game could fail if it's just not great. And it doesn't sound like people are super excited. They're like they keep making the joke, uh, Splatoon at home is what Foam Stars is. Uh, and you know, let's... that's a mistake that it didn't make it to like Nintendo Switch because you know that like if you're trying to attract like that younger crowd to play those kind of games, like your Splatoons and whatever else, Switch is an obvious choice. To open the doors, you know what I mean. To open the door for like this, yeah. uh, this, this porn star. I mean, you'll just play Splatoon if you if you're gonna pick up your Switch. But I oh, showed no, the sure, game to my I'm kids, saying. and they were like, "My kids aren't usually hypercritical like I am." But my kids were like making faces. I'm like, "What is it? What do you think?" I'm like, it doesn't look anything like the CGI trailer. I'm like, "No, but what do you think?" He's like, it looks dumb. I'm like, "Oh, well, okay." Uh, but now I just outed them for being jerks about a game that somebody worked their. Work their butts off on. Let me hey, read a couple man. supers like, here. We'll get into the next list of games. What's what's the next one? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was. We'll talk about a game that's coming to Xbox for sure. We got uh, Caleb Gardner. Thank you so much for the five. He says I'm excited for Bungie's marathon. Their take on extraction shooter will be interesting. The trailer has 18 million views, and it's also Caleb Bungie's marathon is the highest viewed video from the showcase. Because they that split them out true. into their own. It was the highest viewed trailer from that the entire true. showcase. And they didn't really show anything. I actually, if you follow me on Twitter, I took it and broke it down into a 40-second recut where I got rid of all of the uh, cinematic, or, I don't know, I got I left just the characters that look like they're playing the game. I cut it all into one shorter trailer. I usually do that, and then I dump it in a folder and I use it later. But if Rinaldi, who's been a channel member for two months, says, don't ban me, Yodani, but I'm absolutely playing Starfield on my PC. Laugh out loud, nice plug for the Zealots cult. Yeah, I've been friends with Hargeet for the past year and a half or two years, and I've been friends with Zocker for freaking five years, and he's got Shady on there, and I've been on podcast with Shady and been friends with him for a long time, so check out their show. They're just getting started. They're still wet behind the ears. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> we love them, though. Highlander001 with the five. Thank you, Highlander. Says, I love when you and the other Xbox streamers talk positive about Xbox without hating on PlayStation. PlayStation sucks. And then he says, and you do hold Xbox's feet to the fire when needed. I'm just kidding. PlayStation hey, doesn't suck. You know what? Listen, I I don't care what, you know, people can label me this, that, and the other thing. Listen, I follow where the quality is. If the quality's on Xbox, it, then I will call it. If the quality's on PlayStation, I will call it there, too. If the quality's on Nintendo, <laughs> uh, then I'll call it there, too. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that I follow the quality because at the end of the day, I'm a consumer. And yeah. as a consumer, oh, yeah. I'm going to play wherever I'm going to play. I go through stints where I don't turn on my Xbox for four months, right? And then and then I go through and I'm only playing PlayStation. Then there's a then I go through stints where I don't turn on my PlayStation for four months or five months because then I'm playing on Xbox. I just follow where the entertainment is because I need to be entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? I mean, That's to be fair, Xbox to usually. Xbox usually puts their weights to put their game out at the end of the year. PlayStation has theirs at the beginning of the year. So by very nature, I will load up my PS5 in the spring and and Xbox. Except I have my Xbox on all the... I'm surprised it's not on right now. Um, Dead Planet wants to know, though, Mag. Are you going to re-up to Game Pass after the showcase? Will they convince you, do you think? No. No, no, no. no. It's got nothing to do with that. (laughs) They they don't have to convince me about anything. They got to put something in there that I want to play. That's all it is. And right now... I was wasting, not right now, for the last couple of months, ever since Hi-Fi Rush, I've been wasting my money. So I stopped 
I stopped until the fall. Unless they do a shadow drop of something awesome, like after the showcase, then I'll go back in. But the thing is, right now, I'm not paying for Game Pass. I will wait till the fall when those games come. When those games come, then I will go back to Game Pass and play them. But right now, I'm not going to be paying for a membership that I'm not going to use for the entire summer. Yeah, I'm so trying to no think point. of what I played on that was new to Game Pass over the past couple months. And, I mean, I paid for the year, so even... I didn't like I think there's a couple things I tried, and I'm like, hmm... I, Even I tried everything. I tried Wo Long. I didn't. Hold on, I'm gonna look at the chat because somebody's somebody's yeah, probably gonna remind me of something. Um, <laughs> I, did, I didn't like uh, Tim, Wo Long. Tim Per Twenty One like, says this is yep. an Xbox podcast. Blind loyalty is required. Oh, poor Tim has not heard you and I rip into Xbox, which we will do later on the show as well when we talk about if they don't do it right, we will kick them right in the in the nutsos. Uh But Tim, they're there, buddy. They're there. That's okay. You know, just because you got green on the overlay doesn't mean that you that you worship with the altar of the Almighty. Phyllis D. Spencer. Phil Chili Cheesesteak Spencer the First. We we pray to thee. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work that way. But we are hoping for the best, and you know, yeah, you know, that's how it goes. Let me get back, yeah. let me get back to this. Raiden Blade says Sony Entertainment Interactive will abandon PSVR 2 by next year. No first party support all this time. You had five years to create and build supporting software. No confidence in yeah, PSVR two. Now they will not get rid of it, but they but they they won't abandon it. But they did drop the ball. Sorry, go ahead, Gold. Go ahead. You say first. No, 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 no. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm just thinking they're already they, outselling the PSVR one. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think they were they might have been profitable with the first PSVR. They were yes. Now they're selling sure. a little bit better than the PSVR 2. So they're probably, unfortunately, I think they're probably pushing for turning a buck and selling as much software on there. But Rainblade is correct that they're that abysmal offering for software. Like Arizona Sunshine looks great. Uh, I was I had a friend yeah, but- who was into VR and PC, and he said that was one of the best VR games that no one talked about. It's a, it's a zombie uh, shooter. Uh, I played the first one. I played, you played the first it? one on Meta. Is it good? Yeah, on... It's good, but it's... He said it's, it's great. Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, I played it the first one on MetaQuest 2, because I got a MetaQuest 2, right? So I played it on there. But here's the thing. When they showed that initial lineup of games outside of the Horizon... Um, uh, the, the Horizon Call of the Mountain and uh, Resident Evil Village, which the only selling point for me was Resident Evil Village. And, of course, they showed Resident Evil 4 with no release date. They just said it's in development. So that could be... I'm thinking it could be like March of 2024. Because that, that that seems to be when Capcom really likes to drop their games anywhere between January and March, right? That's their, yeah. That seems to be their modus operandi. So I'm going to say that... That's, that's not the selling word I can say. That's what, the, the phrase MO? I always get backwards. The MO I said, modus oh, operandi? I tried to say operandi as a marotus or something last week. <laughs> and I, I look like an well, idiot. The <laughs> thing is, is that you didn't... You I'm didn't not good with Spanish. Compelling, it's all... <laughs> <laughs> it's Latin. Um, you, yeah, they, they, that's they what didn't, I said. They didn't Latino. give any comp- yeah. <laughs> uh, compelling software. There was nothing compelling there. If you get, remember, I talked yeah. about this a few weeks ago. I said if you gave me a Spider Man, an Insomniac Spider Man experience in PSVR two, you did. I'd buy it today. I'd buy it today because that is something that would be like, you know what? I'm not going to experience that every, anywhere else. Sure, I'll vomit on my cats, but I want to free fall off of like the Freedom Tower in New York, 
okay, and then yeah. go swinging around Central Park and doing what, and then you know, flying through Times Square and doing what I got to do, going through the boroughs and you know, beating the crap out of like thugs and whatever else I'm doing in VR would be breathtaking. That would have been your breathtaking. That would have been something that I would have absolutely adored. So like if they had done something like that, that that would have sold me on a PSVR too. On top of that, with Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil Four dropping on the in the fall. You have three big titles that'll be like, you know what? That's compelling. Oh, sorry, and Gran Turismo, which I hear is fantastic, by the way, in VR. Uh, I've, I've heard, to I've heard nothing people. but great things about it. Great things. So now you've got four yeah. AAA bangers, okay? Excluding Call of the Mountain, because I heard that's kind of mid. But, uh, sorry, I'm using kid terms, guys, mid, because I'm trying to be like the undercover cop in school that like pretends he's 18, <laughs> but he's 35. Yeah, okay, so anyways, the point is, is that I think that... If you had four compelling titles like that, or maybe even five, I would buy it. But the fact that you don't, it's a no-go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you bought, you went and bought the cabinet instead, the uh, Miss Pac-Man cabinet. Lady Foxfire with the $2 us, super. Yep. Thank you, lady. says, they didn't convince me to buy a PS5 or a VR2, she says. Dead Planet. Thank you, Lady Foxfire. Dead Planet with the five. Thank you. Says 2023 and 24 looks light for PlayStation. Am I crazy to think this isn't great? Because... One thing Xbox won't have when it gets going is gaps in releases. Oh, man, I I hope they do not have gaps because we've had a gap for six years well, solid. let's like, say, you know what? They've been sitting on these IPs for five years. Yeah, so, and it's time you know, to show. Yeah. You know, there's something to be said. I was I was listening to another show because I like to listen to everybody. I like to listen to PlayStation-centric shows, Xbox-centric shows. You know why? Because then I get a good base spectrum of how everybody feels in the different sides of the community whatever else right for people who are like into the console war stuff but i'm interested in but you know someone did say something interesting on one of the shows and saying sure xbox is gonna now gonna have a bunch of games coming out the playstation doesn't because if you actually look in the last couple of years playstation has actually released i know some of them are ps4 crossovers but they've actually released quite a few first party triple a games on the playstation 5 and, and, and Xbox has been sitting on those IPs for five years. So now the perception is going to be that a lot of those Xbox games are just going to, you know, they're going to start coming out, coming out, coming out, which is great, which is exactly what we want. But now it's going to look like they're outproducing Sony. But in fact, if you actually start stacking those up, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at, like, the launch of, like, like from PS5 till now, you've had... You know, I, I, I can't remember all the bloody games. You had Demon's Souls. You had Miles Morales. Again, mm -hmm. like I said, I understand some of them are cross-platform. You had Horizon Forbidden West. That's three. You had God of War Ragnarok. That's four. You had Gran Turismo. That's five. Five AAA that I can think of. There's probably more that I didn't even... Oh, and there was uh, Returnal. That's number six. You say Ratchet? Uh, Ratchet and Clank. That's number seven. Guys... You can't, numbers don't lie. That's seven that I can think of off the top of my head of triple A titles that came out from Sony in the last two years. Microsoft did not release seven triple A titles in the last two years. I think they only have on that AP. If you're stretching a bit, they probably have three or four, but a couple of them are returning, like Halo Infinite and Forza right. Motors or Forza Horizon Five. Like, uh, Horizon, it's just Horizon, yeah. another Forza. Another, oh, I love the game so much, but. That's the joke about the Mr. Bean thing we opened the show with. Like, Spider-Man's great. It's the third one in, in four years. And, I mean, really great. And Final Fantasy, they didn't make it, right? Um, no. Of course, they have I, oh, Divers and other stuff. But... I was excluding money-hatted games. I'm excluding money-hatted yeah. games. I'm saying these are from first-party games. So what the point is, is that the good thing for Xbox, though, before people in the chat, like, you know, crucify me for saying that, but I'm just saying the good thing about Xbox is that they've, they've been able to hang on long enough now 
and be yeah. able to retain retain their fan base up to this point that now they're going to start releasing these games that they've been sitting on for five six years they start releasing them well now they're going to grow the community that hasn't left the hold the line people have been there the whole time and now you're going to attract new people with all these new titles that you've been sitting well, on for half a decade when you right? said that xbox sat on their ips for five years yeah, I don't they, mean they sit on it, but I mean no, they were no, no. I know, no, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, They've been yeah. sitting on those, waiting for those to be built and getting ready yeah. to even show, let alone release. But the right. difference with Xbox is you're getting Fable from a whole new team, whole new setup, a whole new engine. You're getting Hellblade, entire new engine. It's not a reskin or a rebuilding of Senyo Sacrifice. Like it's a whole no. new deal. Um, what else is there? There's Perfect Dark, whole new yeah. studio whole new yeah. engine, whole new build. Like it's not, you're not, oh, this is so rude when I say it, but I have to say it. Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man 2, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Ratchet and Clank were all built off the foundation of PS4's game and yes, polished up and expanded to be on PS5. And yes. it's much easier to do that. And they did such a great job of those games. Xbox has been sitting on these games so long because they took, they're basically wow. building them from scratch. Everwild's, uh, yeah. who, whenever, whatever, right? It's a whole new deal. Yeah. It's not reskin yeah. from anything, right? So Xbox yeah. is sitting on this. When I say that Starfield is the ushering in the new era of Xbox, all of these games, yeah. except for Forza Horizon 6, like even Forza Motorsport, it's a whole new build of the game. Right. And um, it is. So they took a, it's they a true took ushering. It's a true ushering of all new, fully next generation games. Whether you think Starfield looks next generation or not, it's revamped Creation cover. Engine two over the past eight years. It's a whole brand new IP. It's not a spin off or a sequel to Fallout or what? Right? I mean, stay with. This is a big ushering in, and that Mister Bean Bean gift that Ralph Wiggum put together, that little meme, is like really telling you a tell that we've got. PlayStation got a couple games that they've built from the foundation of last gen that they're reskinning and polishing up and making amazing. Xbox is bringing in a whole new thing and they have to land. Let me move on to the next one, which is <laughs> we're going to talk about Spider-Man two in just a second, but I got to get your take. There's the new PlayStation Q. It's a handheld with a five hour battery life. Apparently it's mainly only supposed to be used within the network at home or if you're on really great 5G internet away from the home, it, it's a it's a console um, streaming device. It doesn't it doesn't look at a cloud service somewhere else and fetch your game and your game save. I have a question. How well is this thing? Well, yeah, go, what do you what do you uh, what do you have to say? What's your question? Well, first, my, I want to ask my question. My question is this: Is this Q. First of all, there's only one Q, and it's the Q from Star Trek. Okay, that, I don't care. About all I can think of is, damn it, Q, put me back on the other the Q from, uh, from James Bond? Oh, yeah, there was that Q, too. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, here, Bond, here's an explosive pencil. Oh, no, I better not do a British accent and get people upset. They might uh, unstop. <laughs> they yeah, here. <laughs> now, okay. Bond, if you pull the lid off right here and you shoot it right at the person, he's going to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm this not gonna is start an with explosive that. pencil, Bond. Yeah. Please do not sit yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> all I could think of is what uh, was uh, was was his Basil expedition from uh, Austin Powers. He is toothpaste. He goes, I get it. My oh, is an explosive? No, your teeth are bad. Anyways, the point is, this I had a question about this Q. This Q thing says it is a streaming device that works specifically with your console, correct? So, like I said, you could be out of the house on a five G network or whatever. 
Here's the thing. My question is, does your P- does it turn your PS5 on? Does it have to do like you know how like when you stream from like stream to your phone on a PS5? Like it literally your your PS5 has to be on in order for that to work, which is pointless because if the PS5 is on and you're in the house, why don't you just sit down and play the PS5 that's okay. sitting there? Well, people don't get this, but there was a time for me when uh, before I had a dedicated game room that I couldn't play because somebody in the family wanted to watch a TV show and I'd have to set down my controller and you change the HDMI over to the show and now you can't play. Like if you right, if you live in a place where the family has the TV and they want to watch the TV show, you could take the PlayStation Q Lite and go in the other room right. okay. with your PS5 right. still on and you're good to go. But right. I mean, raise your hand in the chat if you live in a situation where your TV is being used and you can't game, or do you just rule the house to say, you know what? <laughs> you don't get to watch anything because I'm playing something. You know what? I, I, I keep forgetting that, like, uh, you know, that, I mean, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven TVs in this house, right? So, like, for me, it's never an issue. I'm, I'm count. Yeah, I was counting too. I was doing the same thing. We only like, have four, but we got rid of the fifth one. We had to give it to my in laws because there's broke. Ah, I see. Yeah, no, I, I got one in pretty much every single room, and they're all like big TVs. So, like, I mean, like you know, they're all in different areas. But I, yeah, so like, I keep forgetting. How good is the one in your bathroom? <laughs> I don't have one in the bathroom, uh, but <laughs> in the bedroom, yes, of course. I need to uh, buy but, a TV for Gaz for his bathroom because um, he texts me a lot, a lot from of the time toilet. In the bathroom? Yeah, he's he's there a lot. Yeah, so well, at least he gets well, some games I, beat. You know what? I'll save it for a show that's not uh, G-rated because uh, I have like eight <laughs> different reasons why he's in there all the time. But anyways, here's the thing. Uh, and guys, we all know why. Uh, but anyways, here's the point. Um, the point is this thing, I understand that some people do not have the same access that I do. I mean, I'm very grateful for my position, having being able to have that many TVs in the house where it's never an issue. I have my own dedicated home theater for my gaming. I have a whole room dedicated to it, right? So no one comes down here. So for me, it'd be absolutely pointless. But yes, I understand. If there's one central TV and your consoles are there, it does make sense. You're right. Just kind of like how they remember how they used to advertise the Wii U, Colt. Yeah, they used yeah. to advertise the Wii U. They're like, oh, you can't use it because you know so and so wants to watch a movie. Well, now you can play it on the go while people are watching a movie. I get it. But I mean, I think at this point we we have to like ex- you know there are a lot of people out there. I mean, TVs aren't as expensive as they want. Are not everybody's buying OLEDs or whatever else, right? There are TVs oh, I can, all over. The I, I'll stroke through Walmart. And see a fifty or a sixty-five inch TV for two ninety-nine, and exactly. and it, you know it's like a Kellogg's brand TV, but still, Doesn't I look matter. at it, I'm like, it can't be that bad. Like three hundred bucks, like kind of tempting, that's what right? I'm saying. You can even buy a beater TV for a couple of hundred bucks and give it to your kids, like a couple hundred bucks. Like, come on, man, that's half the price of a console for crying out loud. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, so like yeah. the, the the options are there. But anyway, the point is. Is that will it turn on your PS5 every time you're streaming? Because what's the point? A and B, if you're getting a 5G connection, would it, ha- it would have to be 5G Wi-Fi though, right? Because obviously you can't have. Um, it's it's yeah, it has to be 5G Wi-Fi. I'm it pretty has to sure. Be Wi-Fi. Like the be, Xbox uh, X Cloud, the X Cloud can work with. Uh, I can't remember what you call the other band. I can't oh, remember but, it's 4G on on Wi-Fi, but it, it also works on 4G LTE. Data. But I heard that. The Q Light. I didn't do my research on on the Q Light. I'm sorry, audience, because I don't think any of us give a crap. And Meg and I'll move not on really. from it for a minute. But I'm not. I'm I not buying. It. That's my somebody line. told. I somebody DM me and said I think you can use it outside of the house if you're only on 5G. And half of my city has 5G, but like 
once you get yeah, a have- mile from my neighborhood, it's 4G LTE. So no, yeah, my, my, my uh, everywhere up here, we got 5G pretty much everywhere because we got fiber optic internet. I, like my my, oh, my internet wh- at my house. Well, wow. Oh, oh, dude. I, I spoke to some people, some tech heads in the in uh, in the U.S. and they're saying that the 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 the, the, uh, the internet that I have is two to three times faster than the fastest available inter- internet in the U.S. And if I'm not mistaken, the U.S. is 20th in the world. In um, you were in, out uh, in your in, driveway in, in, washing your car and you're like, hey, throw some that cable over here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I use the fiber optic uh, internet, so it's it's ridiculously fast. So um, the anyways, speed yes, of light. So, so, so I say even for New York City, I say it's twice as fast as like the infrastructure they got there. Because like I said, the U.S. is twentieth in the world in internet infrastructure. Put right? put a so, cake emo- put a cake emoji in the chat if you don't give two flying craps about the PSQ hey, yeah, light. I'm, I'm not going to get into all that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, real quick, real quick. Mag, what is the price of this thing? And then we'll move on. What's your this what's your the, prediction? Here's the thing. Someone said this, and this is what got me thinking. I'm like, well, Amer- U.S., you can't charge more than $199 for this thing because no one's going to buy it. But then someone said to me, they're like, dude, by itself, the DualSense 5 controller, which this thing is literally just a chainsaw in half, is 70 bucks right out the gate. Mm-hmm. So, And that doesn't include, the, the as Jim, uh, Jim Ryan would say, the HD screen. Uh, that doesn't include... <laughs> I, I can't stand it. My dad says HD because my dad was raised in Australia. So he right, says HD yeah. as well. I'm like, can't you just call it an H? You don't have to call it no, H. No, it's H. It's H. But I know it's H. I know it's H. But anyways, the point is it's 70 bucks just for the controller. This controller on this thing also has the haptic feedbacks and, of course, the you know and everything else that comes with the, with the regular DualSense 5. That's 70 bucks right off the rip. So now you're talking 70 bucks, not even including the screen, not even including and the, the battery. capabilities. Yeah, the battery, the battery, the screen. Now yeah. I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking two ninety nine. That's what I'm thinking. And people are in the chat here and other chats are saying, uh, "Shout out to Zocker who's putting the uh, he's putting the eggplants hey, in there." Zocker's here. Um, you know, Zocker and I, we were talking about this as well. Like it can't be four hundred dollars because the digital PS five on its own with a controller is four hundred dollars. But then we're like, it's Sony. Like, what are they going to charge? And so, are they going to charge three fifty? Like one ninety nine is too cheap because even the little dinky uh, Logitech G Cloud that I have was they tried to sell that thing for two ninety nine. I think I got it for like two ten on special. That's why I bought it and I don't even really use it. So uh, I don't know. Let's let's move on. The next oh yeah, let's. I wanted to go back here. I'm gonna have to scrub back to this. Oh, uh, I got the what? Aussies. Are the Aussies came out? They're this pain. What are you putting the clown thing for there? What's what's so funny? Who's a clown? Anyways, uh, here's the thing. The Aussies are like, don't hate on Aussie. It's H, not H. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You, you, you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I, I shouldn't have even said it. You know what? I, I can be I can it. be malleable. I'll say HDMI, and I'll say aluminum, and I'll say uh, schedule, and I'll say uh, what the other things I've learned. Because I've been around the Australians. I've been around Gaz and Asa. Um, and I just, you know what, I'll, I'll just change how I talk, and I'll just, wherever I go in the world, I'll just eventually learn how to... Talk like everybody else. Well, and- you know what? It's the king's <laughs> language. We can't argue with it. It's, it's, I mean, it it's, was there uh, before we were. So it was there before. Yeah, is there, there before they? You know. Yeah. Let me let me read some supers before we get into talking about Spider Man. We got um, Highlander wants to know, Mag, what's the one up arcade you're getting? What's the next one? Uh, Highlander. So you must have missed the earlier part of the show. I am getting the uh, the the Miss Pac Man Legacy Edition, and that comes with fifteen, I think fifteen or seventeen games. I can't remember uh, built into it. It's a fantastic cabinet, beautiful artwork. 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be sometime in July. Uh, I have to wait because June I'm, June, I'm bouncing around all over the place internationally. I'm going to be in different countries and other places like that. So I'm going to be busy. But in July, uh, it'll be somewhere around there. So, uh, yeah, and then it'll be right over here in between my Mortal Kombat Legacy Edition and my Big Buck Hunter. And then, of course, on the end is the 30th Anniversary Street Fighter Edition. Which you can't nice. see, but my God, the artwork on that thing is fantastic, and that's got 15 games built in. So right here, where I have the uh, the drink, my my uh, my beer table or drink table, that's coming out, and I'm going to put that on the other side, and I'm going to put a fourth cabinet over here, and I'm going to start rearranging the room again. So uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. But uh, and then I'm also I know I know some people have already asked about it. I am going to be changing the lighting in this room at some point. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lighting down a bit, and I'm gonna put a dimmer on here, and I'm gonna put some ambient lighting for the show. So uh, that'll oh, be interesting. I love that. But, uh, but you know, the uh, thing I also want to—I want to get rid of your pop filter, Mag. I, I want you to get rid of it oh. so like, we can see your face. Oh, well, yeah, I know. You know what the thing is? Like, I mean, I, I'm here. You can see me, but the problem is sometimes I lean in too much, and I think that's just an people like it thing, when you right? lean in, bro. I mean, I'm sure I pop pop poop, 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 all the time on the mic, but uh, yeah, we, no, we, we your love mic, you. your mic doesn't <laughs> your, your mic doesn't pop. Like, I mean, I'm I, I try to here. I'll bring it down a bit. There we go. <laughs> Everybody can hear me just fine, I would imagine, right? No, no, wait, wait. So, no, no, I mean, get rid of it. You don't even need it. I like you keeping oh, the mic up. It? Yeah, oh, like, you don't need it. it. Yeah, you don't need it, but whatever. All right, well, we'll try, hey, we'll it's try your, it. We'll it's try, your mic. We'll try it. How about that? <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there might be a little bit of pop there, but you know. No, I don't think, I don't think so. I, you know, I was talking to my older brother. I had my mic set up. I have the foam sock on it, and I had the pop filter. And he goes, get rid of that. I go, why? He goes, you don't need two. I go, yeah, but I still get the, you know, the bassy pops and and my brother's an audiophile and he's like get rid of it and and you need to change your angle how you talk you know because i i had an old mic it's like all this stuff in front of me yeah anyway yeah that's fair fair let's let's talk about spider-man for just a moment i thought it looked really great uh super surprised to see them show it at 4k 30 ray tracing quality and not show it off for performance on a ps5 but this is what insomniac wanted to do i have no problem 100% believing this game will have a performance mode it'll have a right. performance mode and a performance ray tracing mode where it has dumbed down ray tracing to get you 60 frames um, right. uh, I think one of the problems with Spider-Man because if you're not a big PlayStation fan or if you're an anti PlayStation fan you're looking at this and it's fairly obvious even to me as a fan of the first game Right. we're just seeing yet a Another third reskinned amazing Spider-Man game in the past four years. I think that's 2018 through 2023 or whatever it is. Uh, five years. Um, that's one of the things that was pulled the show down. Like, yeah, we we wanted to see this, but now that we're looking at it, it just looks like a PS4 game. That's not what I said. That's what a lot of people said, but I can right. see where they're coming from. It looks like because the PS4 2018 Spider-Man looks fantastic. This right. there's there's no way for them to go beyond other than if you believe that Miles can zoom through the city faster because he has this D. I think this game could run on a PS4 and a PS4 Pro. Meg, how Probably. do you feel about the reception of this game? Um, I was actually a little bit surprised that a lot of people were sort of negative about it. I think that I think that had a lot to do with the rest of the showcase not being up to people's standards so i think that that affected everybody's reaction to, to spider-man right because by the time you got the spider-man everyone was like that's it because when 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 jim came on and he says 
thank you for watching the show. And I think the general consensus there was, what? <laughs> That's like, all? It's over? Like, where's Wolverine? Where's, um, where's Stellar Blade? Where Something. is... Where- like, I mean, even if you didn't have anything ready, just tell us the games are coming within the, the second half of the generation. Here's the thing, And I'll Mac. be like, I'll wait, I'll wait three years for Wolverine. I don't care. I'll wait. But, like, here's, just tell us it's coming. Here's Sorry, where PlayStation ahead. failed. Like, we have no idea what games are coming out on the PlayStation from first party in the next 12 months. We have no idea. Let I, alone I the next 18 months into next holiday. We have no idea. Like, are you really going to tell me that Next May or June, there's going to be another showcase, and PlayStation is going to say, "Here's your big holiday blockbuster for 2024." Maybe that's Wolverine, but even Insomniac kind of sounded like they weren't going to be launching in 2024. I think that's pretty much what they've said, uh, as carefully as they possible. Won't. They won't. It'll be 2025. They're going to give it a two-year. They're going to give it a two-year break, and it'll be amazing. Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, Wolverine's going to be fantastic. I have no. I have no. I have no. I have no qualms about the quality of Insomniac. Insomniac has always given me quality, and I've always enjoyed their games, so I have no issue with them. And I gotta tell you, from an uh, even from an Xbox perspective, the biggest travesty on planet Earth was Xbox or Microsoft not making the move to purchase Insomniac. Yikes! What an absolute! What an absolute swing and a miss! I mean, my God, they have been carrying Mm -hmm. Sony for the last couple of years alone. Uh, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I mentioned all those games that they released, but those were right at the beginning of the uh, the PS5. They came out hot and heavy. But my goodness, if it wasn't for those three big games, four big games, excuse me, four big games from Insomniac, that would have taken the seven games. Think about it, Colt. 2018, you got yeah. Spider-Man. 2020, Miles Morales. 2021, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And then now Spider-Man 2. Yep, four that's games. Four, that's four games. In okay, five that's- years. Huge. That's they've been, huge. They've been that carrying taken... PlayStation first party, yeah. What I'm no, saying is... No remember... Death Stranding 2 showed up either. Uh, uh, I think that'll be Achilles. That'll be Achilles' show. Maybe. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Because, you know, him and Keeley uh, uh, and uh, and um, and uh, Hideo have been dating for, I don't know, four years now. I think their anniversary's coming up. But anyways, they've been... <laughs> yeah, anyway, they're, they're dear friends. I think that it's going to be shown there, and I think that Konami might have asked for. Um, uh, you never know. Maybe he maybe he made a deal with um, with Keeley for uh, Silent Hill. So the yeah, thing maybe. is, now we're maybe. talking. Now you mentioned like within the year of like PlayStation launching, whatever. Uh, they did talk about how they're going to really be released like two games a year, and some people freaked out. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait a minute, what are we? What are they freaking out about? That's pretty much on par. Because if you think about it, even like the big game, the big years with the big games, it's only two games a year that they release, right? Like for example, 2018 was Spider-Man. I think that's and what God Jim Ryan. Pro- that's what Jim Ryan promised going forward to two well, AAA games a year. Then yes, and then that doesn't include money-hatted games. He was talking about first party. Oh so yeah, that, that is pretty huge. Oh, now yeah. if you think about this, now go back to 2018, even go back to 2020. They're only releasing two big games a year, once every six months, right? 2018 was Spider Man and God of War, right? And then you had the year that you had Last of Us 2 and Ghost of, uh, Ghost of God, you see what happens when you talk for an hour and 40 minutes? <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima and, Go- and, yeah. uh, and Last of Us 2. Those were the big two games of 2020. What did they do in between all that? A couple smaller games from smaller studios. And then on top of that, what do they do? Money-hatted games from third party, 
right? Yeah. So yeah. that 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 fleshes out their year. So the fact that Jim Ryan said that literally does not change their game plan from what they did in the PS4 generation. So it's basically the same thing. This is where now the thing with Xbox, Xbox is going to be releasing more games out of the first party, but but Xbox for whatever reason doesn't seem to money hat too many games, right? They not do big some, games, not big not games. Big They're games. very small. Not, Smaller games in Game Pass, that kind of thing, right? They money had some of those, like your Atomic Hearts or your Woe Longs or whatever, right? And uh, I mean, you know, MLB The Show, okay, fine. That's a bigger game. But I, I told Xbox leadership that that was one of their biggest weaknesses was their, the third party. their inexpensive third-party partnered or money had games. They're their lowest rated games in their whole catalog. And right. that's so like their first party stuff. Like not all of it's super big, but it's all rated exactly the same as PlayStation's first party offerings. Yes. And it's so, those third party games that are just, oh, they're just not right. good. So, but Sony knows how to market those third party games better. Yeah. And so they're Final you, Fantasy they, and stuff. Yeah. What they're doing is that they're leaning heavy on that because their first party doesn't produce is not going to be producing as much as place as Xbox will be. Right, because now if Xbox is going to be releasing one AAA game per quarter per se, okay, then you're going to be releasing double the amount of first-party titles than PlayStation is. But the <laughs> but the, the the way that the perception though is that when PlayStation continues to do what they do with the third-party money hiding in the marketing deals, they give you that perception that they have way more in their coffer, uh, you know, way more in their arsenal than they actually do. Right, and it seems to work because a lot of people still think that a lot of these third-party games, even if they're play, even if they're available on Xbox and PC, a lot of them still think that they're Sony exclusives, and that's right. been going on for years. And that that game plan has worked for them, so that's not going to change. You know, that's not going to change. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you mess with it? The only thing um, that they're messing with now, like idiots, is this games as a service nonsense, which they're chasing a trend very much like to, to the damn near demise of Ubisoft. Ubisoft would yeah, throw everything yeah. at the they would throw everything at the wall to see what would stick. And 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 what did it do? It just brought down the And then company they canceled or indefinitely delayed these. some of those games. And that's one of the next topics we're gonna get to in just a second. But first I want to talk about what Colin Moriarty said on the Iron Lords podcast, which was oh, okay. Yep. Okay, but first, M NBMTX, thank you so much for the $2.22 cent super chat says PS4's greatness came from a different PlayStation leadership and that's, that's true too. they're right because the era of Sean Layton is finally completed as of right. this year and the Jim Ryan era starting right now Jim Ryan is propelling meteoric sales for PlayStation and money that gamers don't get to enjoy it's like their their leadership and their executives and shareholders are making a ton of money thanks to Jim Ryan's persistence that's not trickling down to good things for PlayStation fans because of the games of service as Mag talked about. We'll get into it in a second. Hargit John, I thank you so much for the $5 super. He says, Xbox has had six AAAs since this series console generation. PlayStation has had five AAA games since PS5. Three of them were MLB games. Now, I don't know if I agree with Hargit's count for five AAAs. Ratchet, Miles Morales, uh, first party, first party. Um, Ragnarok. 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 God, uh, Horizon. Horizon Forbidden West and Returnal. Returnal, yes, chat. Returnal was AAA. Uh, Housemark did say that they were putting their, dipping their toe into the AAA sector and they did make a AAA game, but it's kind of a 
between double A and triple A. I guess Demon's I guess Demon Souls won't count because that's uh that's not from their first party. Yeah, right? they published it. They published it. They just, so they just published uh, it. Okay. what was that? I said five. Was, so five, so yeah. with the so they had eight if you count the MLB games, but Xbox just need more more big triple A's and they're they're coming. Like but they will. They will. They're it's coming. Cool. They've already been they've already put one out that flopped. Starfield's coming. Forza Horizon's coming, or Forza Motorsports coming. We'll, we'll get into. I have a list to get into. We got to hurry and yeah. get to that because we're the show's going crazy. Twisted Mental, thank you for the two dollars super. Says Xbox Mobile works on five G LTE and four G LTE. I don't know if they call it LTE on the end of five G, but yes, you can use Xbox X Cloud on four G LTE as well as five G internet. Silent Cipher, thank you for the five. Says Colt, how dare you besmirch the name of the PSQ? It was on. It was the only way I was going to play my PS5 games. Moving on. Oh, and hi, Mag. He says hi. The <laughs> PSQ. What a ridiculous name. They bet. Obviously, they're going to drop that. But whatever they're going to call it. But uh, I mean, is yeah. just I, 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 I don't know. I think they should just uh, call it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because they literally just took a dual sense and they ch- and they sawed it in half and then like super glued a screen to it, which they and stole it was from weird Nintendo. That it had the uh, it had that space in between the. I tr- I was gonna oh. put the cue on my thumbnail and it just ruined my thumbnail and I kept deleting it. Hargit Johnny says the G Cloud is three hundred fifty dollars list on discount for three hundred. Yeah, but I I got a special on it like the week after it launched and. I don't even really use it. Twisted Mental with another one. Thank you for the five. He says, Microsoft tried to purchase Insomniac, but they said they wanted to stay in- independent. I hadn't heard that. Like Mag said, they tried to offer them the Marvel license, and Xbox says, we want to make our own stuff. Actually, back then, they didn't even have the money. Like Their leadership said, no Xbox. You can't buy a Spider-Man game and build it. Let's talk about Colin Moriarty was on L- Iron Lord's podcast on Sunday. And they were asking about how he felt about the PlayStation Showcase. And they said, you know, there weren't a lot of first-party games. We don't know what games are coming to the roadmap. There's a lot of multi-plats. A lot of games come to Xbox. That's another topic we've got to get to. But Colin said that I don't know why... Colin's words were, I don't know why people get so hot and bothered about first-party games. Like, as a gamer, you should be excited about all the games you'll have access to. Like, he goes, I know we're in the weeds as, as content creators or, you know, his podcast. He says that it's important to talk about first party and what's coming first party, but everyone has this weird obsession about what games first party are shown at a showcase. And everyone flipped out when they heard him say that, because if Xbox had their showcase in two weeks and they only showed three to five first party games, everyone, including Colin and myself and Meg would be lamenting at Xbox for not showing first-party content at their own show. And this is a big deal because Xbox, you when you sit down to wait, when you wait 12 months to see the big showcase, the big extravaganza of games, and first-party hardly even shows up to the affair wearing like khaki pants and a crappy polo shirt, Holy smokes, like you have to, this is your moment to say Sucker yeah. Punch, Sony Santa Monica, Naughty Dog. And like, not, we didn't even talk about this in the show. Naughty Dog didn't even show factions because Bungie took a look at faction and goes, nah, bro, this ain't it. Like, you're not launching this. This may have flown if it was a, a, a tag-in game with The Last of Us Part 2 in 2020 on the PS4. You can't 
what we're looking at cannot launch. Uh, what, where's that quote? Uh, moving around. Uh, Naughty Dog says, we know that many of you have been looking forward to hearing about our Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of the job our studio's done for this. But as far as development, we've continually realized what's best for the game is to give it more time. Because only Xbox can delay games, not PlayStation. But we decided to go ahead and delay games as well. Our team will continue to work on the project as well as our other games in development, including a brand new single player experience we can't wait to tell you about in 2027 also i made some of that up and then <laughs> sorry I mean, it had to come out yep yeah yeah so colin was basically excusing playstation for not showing first party games but to his credit mag as i give it to you he does know with confidence that playstation first party is working on a lot of great things but they are how do you feel about his statement? Well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with. I, I. I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's saying. I'm not saying I agree with it. I understood the words that came out of his mouth. To quote Rush Hour, but uh, Rush Hour Two to be great exact. movie. Uh, Rush yeah, Hour yeah, One, movie. Two, and Three. Yeah. 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 So I, I. I. I heard what he said. I don't agree with it. But the, here's the thing: when it comes down to these showcases. If you look at the PlayStation Showcase, if you pulled the word PlayStation away from it or Sony, that was a great games showcase. It wasn't a great Sony showcase. So they showed a bunch of games. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. If you're going to put on a Sony... First of all, I personally think that Sony should not have even put on a show. Their sales are through the roof. They're making money hand over fist. Okay, they're em- okay. They're, they're embarrassing everybody in the sales department right now. Right now. Did, they, right did, now. They, did they put the brakes on, or did they kind of slow I don't down? Think they should have done, I don't think they should have even done a show at all. I think they just could have kept their mouth shut and just kept doing what they've been doing, marketing the games as they come, and kept stay away from the showcase until they had first-party stuff ready to show that would have rocked the internet. An Uncharted 5 would have rocked the internet. A Ghost of Tsushima 2 would have rocked the internet. A Last of Us 3 would have destroyed but, the internet. But, a Wolverine, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it Yes. We learned on Wednesday that those things are not even ready to be shown, revealed. No, no, no. I get, I get that. I get right? That. So like, then they shouldn't have done so anything at all. So guess what I learned? Guess what I learned, Meg? What? Xbox is not the only conglomerate or platform that is having major industry-wide problems. Like, we Obviously. just learned on Wednesday that PlayStation, if you want to rewind the show back 30 minutes when I was talking about how re... Oh, let me just make it rude, fine? People will clip me. But when you reskin great games and make a new version and improve upon it, and put out a re- really great high-rated game like Ragnarok, Forbidden West, GT7, and Ratchet Clank Rift Apart. Like, when you reskin those and build them up on that foundation, like, the, those things were able to persist through the 2020s, and they were able to launch. Now, as PlayStation is in the middle of making brand new stuff, they the are, we are seeing that they are dealing with the same thing Xbox doing. Making right. brand new things from scratch is hard. I hate when they so, use the excuse about COVID, but I'll bet you a lot of those people at Sony Studios, not a lot, I'll bet you there's a chunk of people at the Sony Studios around the different studios and Xbox Studios and Multiplat Studios where they have a seg- segment of their people working from home partially 
full-time or sporadically and it is causing deadlines to be extended and i don't like i I get to work from home i'm very privileged but you see it happen you really see it happen so my point is sorry meg i'm like going off no, but my no. point do is you think? Do you it's think? very very <laughs> do you think it's your show hey man not, it's your show too bro um it's very apparent the playstation was I, we always felt like they were immune to what was going on in the world when everyone got sent home or everyone had to, to go through real, real big difficulties but now we're starting to see it it just took an extra year because playstation delayed all their bangers an entire year and launched them this year and last right. year right yeah and yeah. now they're out. They were so far down, like you said, Mag. Mag said on this show, PlayStation shouldn't have even done this show last week. No, it did more harm than good. They could have they gone on without it and waited because none of this stuff is ready to show until next holiday. And I don't even think there is a no, supplementary show or supplementary uh, reveal coming. They should, they should have given it another year, and then they should have done it next year. In the meantime, they could have done those little, whatever the hell those Nintendo shows are called, the little treehouse of horror shows, whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> those little Nintendo showcases, even though the state of was plays. That, was for, that a Simpsons Simpsons? Uh, yeah, reference? I guess so. I can't remember what Nintendo calls their, their little shows. What do you mean, the Nintendo um, Directs or something different? That's, yeah, Nintendo Yeah, they Directs, do the state of plays for PlayStation. Yeah, so, and, then, and then the PlayStation state of plays. You could have just kept doing that, and they just kept it a show. Because now all you've done is create bad PR. But the thing is, this is always going to be, as it always is in competition, tit for tat. And it's always going to be the kind of thing where what's going to end up happening is now, now after Sony kind of had a heavy start to the PS5, even though we've already discussed a million times that a lot of those games were crossover games from PS4. We get it. We understand. They're polished up versions of PS4 games. I get it. And some of them, whatever. Uh, some of them were built for the PS5. Great. Wonderful. We get it. But they had a heavy start. Now they're going to get quiet for a little bit. Maybe well, they're still going to be releasing stuff, but they're going to be a little bit quieter. Now it's Xbox's time to come in hot and heavy. And they got to come in hot and heavy so that they can swoop in and take some of that mind share back. Once they do that, now Sony's going to have to go, well, God damn it. Now we got to fight to get that mind share back. So then they're going to come hot and heavy next year. And guess who wins at the end of the day, folks? When competition is going and when competition, first of all, competition breeds excellence. That's the first thing. Okay. Yep. And if Xbox is not competing or if Sony's not competing, that doesn't work for anybody. They both have to compete. And therefore, they have to bring their A game in order to keep stealing away what? our money and they're <laughs> fighting for our money they're fighting for our dollars at the end of the day I after don't all of the after all the fear i had and the and the the jokes i made on wednesday morning about uh going you know going in with zocker and hargeet and buying a casket for xbox and playstation show kills it right all the jokes right. aside like i wanted they're fighting for our dollar though honestly well, obviously and i wanted playstation to show something that i was like I can't wait to buy that and load up my PS5 again. But they didn't show me anything like Helldivers. Unfortunately for me, I'd never heard of it before. Um, Fair games ain't it. And what was the other thing? Uh, Oh, there was that. I didn't didn't talk about everything. Some stuff's kind of up in the air. But there's that not an Xbox version yet. But it's the... Oh gosh, I'm blanking on the name of it. It's the Rise of Ronin looking thing. Uh, Apparently, it's only been in production for one year. Uh, Eternal, what is it? Eternal Blade or uh, Infinite Phantom Blade? Blade Zero. Phantom Blade Phantom, Zero. Phantom, Bla- Phantom Blade. Yeah, I, see, I didn't have Blade. to look it up. I actually, yeah. it just slipped my mind for a moment. But, you know, I was waiting, like, at least if I have to say Xbox is going to take an L because the PlayStation Showcase had this one, 
they didn't show anything where I was like, I got to have it. And so the next part of the show, we got to talk about Clobril, who is a, <laughs> before I talk about that briefly, right after the showcase, Xbox's PR team was like true reactionary messaging where they said, what a good looking group. And PlayStation had 9,000 likes on their, here's the state of, or here's the PlayStation showcase. Xbox got 40, 45,000 likes on a graphic, and I'm actually going to put it on screen here. Hang on. Uh, I'll bring this over here. Let's see. Where is it? I think I... Um, did I even add it? I thought I did. Gosh darn it. Uh, oh, yeah. I put it here, and then I think it's right here. Boom. Okay, there it is. So, this is not the graphic that Xbox used. Um, make sure that this is not... I'm not getting that PlayStation. Okay, it's not. All right. So anyway, um, they put up a, what a good-looking group. Now, it wasn't these. I, I modified this in Photoshop, but they showed 12 games at PlayStation Show Showcase that are coming to Xbox. And so the media, like Games Radar, went after Xbox and said, what a good-looking group. And they put a bunch of pictures of Starfield on this graphic right here. Yeah, right I here. saw that, yeah. Right? Yeah. Total shade. I'm like, are you idiots? Like, seriously, you don't know what Xbox has brought out that's exclusive to Xbox uh, minus Legends, Minecraft Legends. Like, you don't know what 2023 has. Like, you got Hi-Fi Rush, Age of Empires 2, which scored like an 86, Valheim, which is not on PlayStation, which is real well beloved, Minecraft Legends, yeah, Redfall, <laughs> uh, Benedict Fox and Ravenlock didn't do very well. I think they scored in the 60s or low 70s. I think high 60s. That's uh, why Planet I Lana, Planet of Lana is like an 82, 83 or something. Starfield's coming. Stalker's probably coming. Erebon Shadow Legacy looks very cool. And then Force of Motorsport. I'm like, what the heck were you guys thinking? Were you not paying attention? Um, <laughs> so here's, let's well, talk you know about. what it is? Yep. What? No, 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 no. I was going to. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Carry on, carry on, carry on. I was, I was going to move forward, but what you're going to say, what is it about? These, some of these game media sites that are doing reader service where they're like, look, 70% of our readers by demographic are PlayStation diehard ponies. Um, so we'll give reader service and we'll take a knock at Xbox and we only have to worry about 30% doing the backlash and we get all the clicks from the, from the, the, the who's that's right. That's, that's so say pretty much what I was going to say. I was going to say it was the same thing that we talked about last week by, Addre by addressing and getting the attention of 100% of the fans, what you do is you're going after the 70% of the PlayStation fans. That's fine. That's what you're trying to do. They are the market leaders. They have the most eyes on them, right? So you get those people. And then you say something to, 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 to upset the, the Xbox fans. And so you get that 30% to come and engage on your article as well, right? Yeah. So they've they literally did. They're literally eating out of my hands. I have. I am saying it time and time again. Exactly how the world works. And some people scoff at me, but every time I get proven right, week after week after month after year, because I know how the world works and I know how media works and I know how it all goes down. Right. And that's exactly what they did. They did it again. And we talked about it last week. And what did they do this week? They did exactly what I said they did. They're going to appease the 70% and piss off the 30%. And they did so in spades. And therefore, you got – and even if they don't care. And you know what? They don't care. They don't. They don't they care. Don't. They, don't, they don't care if PlayStation does well. They don't care if Xbox does well. They don't, give a, they don't care about any of that. You know what they care about? 100% of the, of the population coming to click on their article. Yep. That's all they care about. Yeah. And I bet you nine times out of ten, these frauds don't even play video games. Okay. I mean, I could There's do the same thing. I, 
I create you know Xbox I mean? videos. Like I could do the same thing. I could, I could make videos where I just bash Xbox or bash PlayStation for, for 12 minutes. All those I could sure. do those things, but I don't because it's so dumb. And, and to get mad about games radar saying, what a good looking group. So much pictures of Starfield. Like you gotta yeah, go, like you gotta go, you gotta roll me. your eyes. And then what did I do? I was, I saw it on my phone. I was playing a game, talking to Hargy, And I said, hang on a second pulled this desk up that you can't see. And I said, Hargy, all right, let's talk about what's coming from first party. And we were talking and I was grabbing the images. I built it. I go, instead of getting mad, I'll just reply to them or quote tweet them with this. And, um, it's like, I didn't even, like, resp- yeah. even respond. I, I yeah, didn't even respond to any bother. of those things because I know what they're doing. So I'm like, listen, I know what you're doing. I'm not going to engage and I'm not clicking on your article. I just see mm-hmm. people screenshotting it, people retweeting it, whatever. And I'm like, they're doing exactly what they want you to do. Right. And yep. I mean, yeah. some, some people could say that some people could say that about my videos when I make a video and I get 100,000, 200,000 people coming around to watch these videos yep. and they're like, and they call me this name and that name and this name and that name. I just do them because I think they're funny and I'm, I'm not looking for clicks. I'm not looking for clout. I'm not looking for any of that stuff. It just happens. And you're not so looking to hurt to somebody's feelings when you wear not, a not unicorn hat. Not particularly. <laughs> like I did boom show last week with the unicorn horn on the entire show. Right, so I you you should have seen how difficult it was to wear that that unicorn horn on top of my headphones. But I did what I did, and I just thought it was funny. You do and what like, you gotta I, do. You got you do it. I'm not yeah. I'm not some like I'm not some like wacko that's sitting in Starbucks all day writing articles trying to rile people up so that you can get clicks, but they don't actually care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it basically it's just like everything else in this world. They call they call it fan baiting. Right. And then they've been doing it in Hollywood now by trying yeah. to upset the fan base. Like if you look at like Star Wars, they're like Star Wars movies are not made for for old Star Wars fans oh, anymore. Yeah. Right. So then you get the 50s, 40, you, got, you get guys in their 50s and their 40s and their 30s freaking out, going to the article, clicking on it, doing this, that and the other thing. And then they do it. Because they know that they're going to get those people on there just to get the clickbait, right? So it's I mean, the angry guy is going to share. The angry guy is going to share that with like six of his sure. friends. So it's it's and like it, wildfire. And YouTube videos, yep. and they do the same yep. thing with. So it's fan baiting, it's game baiting, it's race baiting, it's all this bull crap my, that they do on this thing to upset people. My and, advice, and, and everybody keeps falling for it. Just don't look. Just yeah, don't. My look. advice. Remember is, the Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. What do they do on the Simpsons? Just don't look. Just don't look. Don't you remember that when when they had the Treehouse of Horrors? (laughs) There's that reference again. Um, My advice is I I see a lot of Xbox fans that will get into fights because I used to fight on social media and then I I backed off. I'm like, if they're sideways, I just mute them. But if you want to reply, just go grab the information and just send it. Like send a link, grab a screenshot from an article and say this is actually what it is. Just post it and then bounce. But we're going to talk about Clobril, who is a has, has been tied to Xbox and and a lot of information that's going on, and he has a prediction that kind of sounds close to what he thinks or what he may have possibly heard is coming to the Xbox Showcase in two weeks. We're going to cover that in just a second. I got to read these supers um, to get because people have some more comments about here. Twisted Mental, uh, we got that one. Bunty's thing here with the five says, "Why is nobody talking about the fact that they did the twelve months?" Without saying it, well, Bunty, I think they kind of really only gave you what's coming in the next six months, and not even really like there were no weren't a lot of release dates, and there was no roadmap uh, no, coming out in the near future. 
like Resident Evil 4, uh, Resident Evil 4 VR, no release date. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, no release date. Uh, those are guaranteed not no release dates, right? I mean, and then the other ones, I don't know. They didn't get. Yeah, they didn't even get a, they didn't get a release date. Spider Man. The, the Spider Man con- was not even a release date. But yeah, it says fall 2023, and I think that'll. They're just they're just kind of um, maneuvering whenever in September they're, they're going to release it. Call of Duty. I think they're That's waiting for Call of Duty said. and Starfield. Well, I and Starfield. I because they I want to know think where that game would come out in September. Oh, no, they already October. know it's Starfield. Don't they already know what Starfield September? Right? Starfield so, September sorry, six. So Sorry, I think so we already know that people said it's, the call of duty thing, which call of duty launches in November. I think this is a September, possibly October game for Spider-Man two. They're probably just trying to figure out exactly when everything's going to be ready before they give a date, because it's been very dicey for developers when they give a date, even for Starfield saying it's September six, um, call, let's see. Raiden blade says, Colin said exclusives don't matter. What BS is that? He's like, well, he didn't really say that, but he kind of did say, why are we put making such a big deal about exclusives? Like, dude, you're talking about a first party showcase from PlayStation. And like I said earlier, if Xbox did only showed a tiny handful of first party games, like we wouldn't hear the end of it from people like him or me or mag or That's what I'm anybody saying. else. An Xbox showcase should be about Xbox games with a tiny sprinkle of third-party games that they have marketing deals with. Because you're watching an Xbox showcase to see what Xbox is doing. I'm watching a PlayStation showcase to see what a PlayStation, uh, what the PlayStation is going to be giving me in the future, right? With a small sprinkling of whatever they're marketing. By the way, King Hell in the chat, he says there was a roadmap. It's just that the route went quickly and directly off a cliff. Well, <laughs> that's um... really funny. That's really I mean, funny, I, King Hell. Thank you for that. I got to say this again. Let, let me condense it in a small package. You can look at all the games that are coming out all year long or in the near future. And as a gamer, if you own more than one console, you can say, hey, it's all about what games I can play. It doesn't matter if they come from first party. He says second party, which isn't a real term, or third party money had it. Like it, You can step back and say, look, as long as you get access to great games you want to buy, that's all that matters. But guess yeah, what? But when you're talking about, like Meg Mag said, a PlayStation showcase, first party showings absolutely 100% matter. And it they will matter. Us. Yeah. It will matter. They invited for Xbox. us, Colt. They invited us to the party. I, I didn't invite myself. They called me and said, Sony called us and said, hey, guys, come check out what we got. That's right. I didn't call them. They That's didn't, dang I didn't right. call them. I didn't ask for the show. They invited me to dinner and then show up and then there's no food on the table. And like I'm just like, well, why did you even call me? You, you know what I mean? Why cheesecake? are you doing it? Like, you call yeah, that cheesecake? What, like Xbox puts on this showcase. Yeah, exactly. That's me at work. Um anyway, in all seriousness, uh, the thing is like Xbox <laughs> uh like Xbox invited us to the show. Okay, we didn't make the show. We didn't force them to put on a show. They're saying, "Hey, no, well, we come check us out." <laughs> so they're invited. Well, I know, I know. Actually, we kind of did. But you know, they invited us to the party, right? Yeah. So if you're inviting me to the party, then you better entertain me. Otherwise, I'll just stay home. I'll cook for myself. I'll entertain myself. I'll watch a movie and get drunk and watch a, you know, do whatever. I, I don't care. I'll do that by myself. I don't Guess what? Know. But if you invite me to your house, <laughs> then you better have stuff there for me. Yeah, right? and first party absolutely matters because you want to know what those studios are making and what's what's coming to your console. So, I mean, there's no way to wiggle around that. Like, because um, I've made videos about how exclusives don't matter in the in the point of that they typically only sell 5 to 20% of the entire platform and all that stuff, right? But when you're talking about, like Meg said, when you get invited to sit and watch a live stream, 
that they're like, hey, we've made this presentation for you. We want you to buy this timeshare. And that's you the hit- cheesecake that you got served to me. <laughs> you <laughs> called me. I didn't call you. I was sitting at home, and then all of a sudden the phone rang. I'm like, oh, look, it's PlayStation. I put on- I'm like, hello? And they're like, yeah, come to my house uh, next Wednesday. I'm like, all right, cool. You're having a party? Yeah, we're having a party. All right, cool. I'll be right there. for this. Do I have to bring anything? No, don't worry about it. We got it. Don't worry about it. Do I have to bring some beer? No, no, we got everything. Don't worry about it. Take care of it. And then I get there, and there's nothing but Bud Light and, and, and pineapple pizza. What? We're going to talk about drink- that post-show. I, 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 don't drink, I don't drink light beer. Sorry, no, 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 no that's not what we're going to talk stuff. about. The pineapple pizza dang you on another time. Silent Cypher, thank you so much for the massive uh, orange $20 super chat, who's also hey. a channel member. Um, if you're a channel member, you get... The custom emojis that I drew, you get uh, entered in for monthly dry- drawings for merch of your choice. You get to pick something from the store. Um, appreciate it. If you want to support the show, we really appreciate you being here silent. He says, Colt, dude, I'm wearing khaki pants. Why you got to bust my chops? He says the early 2000s were an amazing time. I don't, uh, I don't own a pair of khaki pants anymore, yeah. but the last pair I did own were flat front, no pleats, no cuffs, but back in the late 90s like that, ugh, yeah, those... I don't know. My wife's like, you should get some khaki pants. I'm like, I don't like khaki pants. I feel like I'm an Eddie Bauer model if I wear khaki pants. But that's just me. You, you <laughs> see what happens, Colt, when you have 1,400 people in the chat? I say one thing about pineapple pizza and the, I, and the, and the riot I told started. You. Right? I told Hashtag you. Hashtag team pineapple pizza is already trending. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Nonsense. Wait, let anyway, me ask you. Do you, like, yes. do you like a Hawaiian burger with, the, with a ring of, of pineapple that's been grilled with Swiss no. cheese? You don't? No. Well, we it was nice having here. you on the show. Thanks, everybody. We we'll get a new coast next week. No, yeah. <laughs> you know we you know what we eat up here for burgers? We eat Angus burgers from Calgary because that's where all the mm. best bur- uh, the best beef in the world. The USD you know what's hilarious? USD this is something that a lot of people don't know. You know, USDA Prime is one of the finest beefs that you can get in the United States. Sure. Guess where it comes from? Guess Canada? where it comes from? It comes from Alberta. So you know what they do? They take the Canadian beef because the Alberta beef is the best in the, uh, the best there is. And they and stick they an American flag in it. Flag the US. In it? <laughs> they, they literally stamp it in the U.S. and then they send it back to us and charge us more for USDA. Those prime son beef. of a biscuits. Can you imagine that? And I know because trust me, this is what I do for a living. You I'm do dealing with it on an international. Now, well, now I'm like on a, on a not only national now international basis. I'm dealing with hey, all of North you- America now. Can you do a video of you making a pineapple pizza and then right when you take it out of the oven, you just go and flip yeah, right. <laughs> And they go, bam, it's a massive You know what the funny thing is? My, my wife, she's Irish, though. She's not Italian. So, you know, she's already, you know, she's already a disaster. Uh, she eats pineapple pizza. So, like, I can't, I can't deal with it. So when we, when we buy pizza, we get pizza, we order pizza. She orders a separate pizza for herself. And I just look at it with disdain from across the table. I'm like, you're, you're just despicable. You know, sometimes I can't even live with you. Yeah, I just want to throw the wedding ring on the floor. So pineapple pizza is like PlayStation not showing first party games. Well, exactly. That's the point. It's the point is it's nonsense. You're inviting me over and you're telling me there's going to be tenderloin and you get pineapple pizza and light beer. I'm not going to be a happy camper. You know, my nickname's tenderloin. So we got so there's there's a sidebar that Destin the Gary replied to my tweet about what would this headline be if it was an Xbox game and IGN's taken a lot of flack and, and Destin stepped up and protected the people that he works with. He's not protecting IGN. Obviously he's protecting the people that he works with every day and that sure, he's friends sure. with. And I, I don't blame him for that, but he he's like, or, or cause he, he replied to me and, and said, I think the headline would be this. And he had an old IGN 
article about Halo Infinite where it was like the same wording. And I was like, I put a gif like me right now. And it was a lady putting a bag over her head hiding. And then he's like, are we fighting? I'm like, no, we're not fighting. Destin's great, man. Um, Keep in mind that when you do have these arguments with people like in the IGN circle that people like Destin are great. Destin is so amazing. And I've talked to him behind the scenes. Guy is freaking, he's so nice, man. So just keep in mind that when you are, you try to keep it somewhat respectful. As I say, be nice, but you know, just try a little bit. Just try a little bit of pineapple pizza. Dean Riviera with the $5 super says, and this is why I brought this up. He says, IGN host after the PlayStation showcase really said it was fantastic and that people were rating it S tier on their poll. Sounds biased to me. Laugh out loud. It wasn't good. I would like to see that poll. I don't think that IGN readers gave it an S tier. Maybe the uh, people internally maybe did, but I mean, I think everybody knew it was, it was a rough one, right? We are, we are, it's a long show. Let me get to this. Clobril said, these are the predictions. He says he expects 12 first party showings in the Xbox showcase in an hour and a half compared to PlayStation six. Now there was four, but there was like technically six at the PlayStation showcase. But when you watch the show, you're like, I think they only showed like three. It's how you feel. Right? So he says Starfield, which will get their own direct Forza Motorsports. He expects a condensed presentation. And then he says age of mythology and aura history untold, which are, uh, the age of empires four game, uh, plus aura, which they're both RTS. I don't care. We'll be there. He says, Hellblade will probably show gameplay and a release date, which I think could either be this holiday or a release date for early 2024, like in the spring. Halo Infinite, he thinks, might show a Season 4 trailer, but there's also a rumor that Tatanka, the Battle Royale, the the big Unreal Engine-built certain affinity offering from Halo Infinite might be revealed. That could actually be incredibly massive and could become something that people play instead of the on-offer Halo Infinite content. You know what? Give us a 1,000 achievement points. Make it a separate IP, so to speak. A separate make load. It a full, make yeah. it a full game, and then you might have people interested. If you release this thing and you don't have any, and, you, and you're not giving motivation for, like, let's say, achievement hunters or people, like, you don't give, don't present it as a new experience. People are just not going to care. They're just going to say, "Well, there's just another expansion of something I'm not playing already." Make it launch it like launch it as a separate, like a whole separate thing in the Halo Infinite universe, so to speak. You Good know what I'm call. Saying? Yeah, I've never that's thought what, about that. What, I mean, that I would make that. me. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really dipped back into the Halo Infinite content in a long time. Um, but if yeah, I mean, maybe it would be if it's if it if it really truly is Unreal Engine built instead of in the slip space engine, like maybe they would make it a separate load that make it a separate you load install. Give me a thousand know. achievement points, give us reasons to go in there, throw a little throw a little like half ass stories in there, like Titanfall one in in, uh, in between like the thing, like you know what I mean? Like something that would be like meaty enough that people be like, you know what? This is an interesting little distraction. Skillet Will, you're hilarious, by the way. Uh, it's just a little dis- <laughs> a little distraction, uh, you know, for what what they're doing, and say, hey, this is what you know what I mean? Like th- this is interesting. This is something I want to get into. And then you know you get in there, and you go, all right, boys and girls in the Xbox community, let's go in and play this thing. Because if it's like going to be like another season, if it's going to be another season of a game that no one's playing already right now, then it's not worth it. I'm not saying the game's bad. It's just no one's playing it. I mean, that could the be game a is one. Good. That could be a one minute trailer so, in a 60 minute xbox showcase 
if it's a well, season four trailer Hulk. update, but people are like, no more grounded, no more Sea of Thieves updates. But um, relaunch it as that, its own thing. I think so too. I I never thought of that, but I like the idea. Um, Clover also thinks that Sea of Thieves will have another expansion to announce. They've been doing that almost every show, and that's the moment where I'm like, ah, I don't really play that game all that much. But Jez and Clover are hearing or they think that Minecraft right. is getting its big ray tracing and shaders oh, update. You know what? Now I don't yeah, play it's... Minecraft, but my kids put sh- the shaders on Minecraft and I walk by and I'm like, is that Minecraft? Like the light glows, everything just, everything has that soft light and shaded areas that just, uh, it's like washed you know over what? with warmth. And I'm like, that looks kind of cool. Even though I don't play that game, but yeah. I don't know what Mojang's been doing. Mag, they have a thousand people at their studio. They're farming out their side their side content like Minecraft Legends and Dungeons, farming out to studios where we don't know hardly anything about. Their own core studio took like a year to put out this the trails and what is it? Trails and Tales update, which adds camels to the game. Like even my kids like, what's taking them so long to do content? I don't know, but Minecraft, come on, man. Put some people together and do something great with that. It, it, the Minecraft ray tracing is coming out the same day as Half-Life 3 confirmed. So, uh, you know, I mean, they've been talking I mean, it's about not this. Even, it's not even 4K on the Xbox at this point. I, it's hard for they've me been talking to about care. That, that ray tracing, they've been talking about it for literally years. I for just almost three years. Anymore. Yeah, I, I don't, don't care anymore. I don't know. I, I, let me look at the chat. Does the chat care? No, they don't care. They're talking about they're talking about Halo Infinite. They're still ki- talking about Killer the, Instinct. Yeah, and they're still talking about pineapple pizza and Halo now because I said remember no how great. I'm not saying no one's great playing Titanfall it, man, one was. Remember how man, great Titanfall so one? When you said something like, if they had something like Titanfall, like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Like, if, I mean, if even you're just at throw the show, like, like little story beats, story beats in between your your multiplayer rounds, uh, or the battle royale rounds, like little, little tiny story beats, not like big like uh, Hideo Kojima like 45 minute uh, movies. I'm talking like 35, 40 seconds, one minute. Something that make you entertain, and you're can like, you, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Can you imagine at the it. showcase if it opens up with a trailer where your pod is like shaking and coming down toward yes. a ring, the ring, and you yes. you can steer it like over to the location like you would in Fortnite or PUBG, and then boom, and then your character pops out of the pod, and you go looking for weapons. And you like, go, yes, people would be like, I'm in. Here's the game I didn't know I wanted. Right. It's like sometimes I'm like, the- how come these podcasts? Have better ideas in the studio sometimes because so. we're not getting paid for it because we're not you know what I mean it, <laughs> we're just it, we're it just seems to be like we're just you know what I mean it, pro bono dude, idiots over I could here be, I I could be head of marketing without a question I wouldn't even need to go for an interview I just walk in and be like all right listen up clowns this is what we're doing from now on it's would you walk in show. and say you call this cheesecake yeah. And, yeah. just, and then and like, but sir, that's not a cheesecake. That's a stapler. And then I'm like, don't you question me? And then I slam the 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 the, the, sta- the stapler out the window. Yeah, a lady no, at my point- a lady at my work threw a stapler at one of the guys that when she was in our threw the stapler across the office at him. And I'm like, how is she not fired? If that thing would have, you know, can you imagine it flying across and it it swings open well, and goes and well, staples actually, on his forehead. A- I had a 14-inch chef knife thrown at me uh, once when I was much younger in the business. I've had frying Jeez. pans thrown at me when I was younger, yeah. And uh, fist fights were pretty common on the line in the, in the old days. Yeah, that was, that was a normal thing. We'd be in the middle of cooking something, and all of a sudden, the next thing you know, fists started flying. So, yeah. And then now uh, we would sit down and have Steaks a beer. Steaks are high when you're, when you're in oh, that dude, business. I, 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 I watch Hell's Kitchen. 
Yeah, I should have. Oh, I know. It's like ten times worse than Hell's Kitchen. I, I in those days. I, that's why I got. That's why I got out of the restaurant business and went into the retirement home business instead. Because it's a uh, uh, the the likelihood of you getting murdered <laughs> in the kitchen are pretty low. Did you but, when uh, you walked out? Be honest. Yeah. When you walked out, was there a frying pan stuck to the back of your head? Like it, <laughs> it was, I was you're very like, you know good what? at dodging stuff. Yeah, I'm done with I, this. <laughs> I'm getting on the other I'm, side of the counter. I was very good at dodging uh, equipment uh, in those old days because you know you had the older chefs because I was a young buck in those days, right? So yeah, yeah. I was the young guy. I was the young guy screwing up, and then eventually, you know what I did? Instead of getting mad, I mean, I beat up a few guys here and there and threw them in the sink uh, head first, whatever. But for the most part, all I did was look at them and say to myself, "I'd say I'm just going to keep getting better and better and better until I take your job." And I did. Oh man! <laughs> so I used to get them all. Eventually, I walk up to the owner and be like, "I want to be the executive chef. You know, I could do it." And they would fire the other guy and give it to me instead. So I get my revenge eventually. So, Mag, Mag comes out squeaky clean on the other side. Um, well, Cobra also thinks start. that contraband yes. is getting a real trailer. And I had well, heard yeah, last year that the game nice. asked for another year, but um, I thought maybe the game would come out in 2023. So. Maybe this is the year when they're ready to. We can see what it looks like. I am predicting a third person. uh, Let me paint the picture for you. I am picturing a third person improved version of Just Cause 3. Third person, like I said, uh, 70s, 60s era cars. You're in a archipelago. Is that the right word? You're in like a a part of uh, by the. Oh, I got to look that up. Darn, I forgot. Archipelago was a place, yeah. Yeah, you're, the archipelagos, yeah, the islands. Yeah, the islands over by Italy or Greece or something like that. I I can't remember where they said they're, the game takes place. They're Pacific, but anyways, yes. Oh, they're Pacific. If so, I'm not mistaken, yeah. Let me look that up. Um, Arca, I don't know how to spell. There we go. Either either way, they need to show the game because they they showed us. Uh, oh, it's a group you know, of the, islands, the, but they said yeah, they said where islands, it takes place. So yeah. so. I don't, for people who have watched a couple of videos of mine, um, contraband takes place in an archipelago, if I'm saying that right, in the 70s. And so the cool thing about a third person co op heist game is that in the modern times, you have security cameras, cell phones, cops are like able to get in really quickly. So this one will rely on pure, like natural, organic. Like back in the days, the old 70s like chase movies, right? So you've got these big gas-guzzling uh, boats that you're driving, and you don't have to worry about hacking cameras and computers. Like it's, it's all about line of sight. It's all about you know cutting a wire on an alarm system, breaking windows, climbing in through a roof or whatever like that. Um, we don't know much buy-in is what it says, 1970s buy-in uh, in the fictional fictional paradise set in a set of islands so it's off somewhere in a foreign country and so it's not set in the u.s and you're heisting with your friends i think online four player four player co-op smugglers paradise so contraband could look really cool but avalanche studios i think really failed with just cause three in some ways but really really failed with just cause four but but rage two and mad max which they helped on are fantastic so it is very highly likely that contraband will be really really cool and i hope they show it one of the other games that cloberill is expecting um he he gives a list of things so i condense it down he thinks that compulsion might show their game it's a 
third person dark fantasy game double fines working on something i don't think they're ready to show and exiles no, working on the is. steampunk game i don't think they're ready to show stoic is going to show that side scroller beat em up that's very artistic hand-drawn looking i'm not super excited for it kojima i don't think is ready to show something and then there's that wu-tang game um by i can't remember the name of the studio but there's like a wu-tang game that has been rumored for three years maybe they're going to show it he also thinks avowed Everwild, no, I don't think. He thinks Fable might be there. Perfect Dark, I don't think so. Perfect for Dark, Perfect Dark. State of K3, I'm not thinking State of K3 is going to be there. And then he says, to end it, a returning fan favorite IP is going to be shown at the Xbox event. What is the returning fan favorite? Don't say it, please. What's the I'm returning fan me. favorite? I'm not saying Banjo Kazooie because I, I I don't want it. I don't either. No, I don't want it. Uh, I'm I'm okay with what I'm I'm playing now. Um, uh, I mean, there could be the Marcus Phoenix collection. Oh could yeah, be a possibility. yeah. That's I mean, not I, in the list. I heard that's almost confirmed from uh, the the insiders, as it be. Uh, Special Nick from Xbox and era. Favorite. I don't know. I mean, Crimson uh, Skies. What else Conquer. Uh, Banjo, uh, Esquil Montez says, so Cole doesn't think anything is going to be there. No, let me rephrase. I do not think double fine is ready yet or in exile since they're like two to three years in development games take six years. And I don't think Kojima is ready to show what he's working on for Xbox and Everwild. Yeah. I mean, half of those games he, re- he, he said at the end. He says one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Eleven of those games. Fable, I don't you know. think. I don't think three of them out of those ten games are going to make the showcase at yeah, all. I think so. It could be Fable. Could be the uh, the fan favorite. And, and yeah, you know I mean, what? he says could... he says Fable's going to be there, or he says it's a good chance. But he also says a returning fan favorite IP, um, and that just makes me think of Banjo. But gosh dang it, if Xbox has somebody working on Banjo, we're gonna have words because you need to get out big. Triple A monsters first before you first, start talking about then, banjo. Then start tinkering with the smaller stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the Dante says, Oh, Quake would be lay cool. The foundation. And, yeah, what's that? Yeah, get right. the foundation say, built up. Lay the uh, lay the foundation yeah. and then start building up from there. Like, but you got it, you can't lay the foundation on a conquer. You can't lay the foundation on a banjo kazooie. You need to lay the foundation on massive monster titles. Like we're talking like the Sony level PS4 titles. You start with that. You build. I'm not saying that that style of game. I'm just saying that level, and then you start from there and you build up from there. And I that, agree and because do, it's the one the thing Xbox they're missing. It's the only thing they're missing. So you the get out one missing. or two big games like Magazine. I 100% agree. You get out one or two of those, and then yep. you've completed the cycle. You have the small games. You have the fighters, the shooters, the multiplayer games, the big RPGs. And then you get that big action adventure cinematic game. It, it actually should be just one. And I don't know if Hellblade is that type of game. It might be. It might. I mean, it could be a hundred hour game. It could be a hundred hour game, or it could be a twenty five hour experience. We yeah. don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know until it's until they they until they tell us what it is. Then we'll know. I mean, this this thing could be an Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's like 187 hours in order to come, you know, in order to complete it, or or it could be, you know, a 20 hour experience like the first I, game. I one. think I think that 
Hellblade is like a five-hour game or six-hour game, depending on how you play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think Hellblade 2 is probably going to be 12 to 20 hours because I hear it's bigger than... It's not a corridor. Like, you basically walk in a corridor pass left or right a few times. But, like, the chat's saying... Um, There's really good call-outs here. That Conquer or Banjo could be a Ratchet competitor, and it it could if they get the right team behind it. Like, yeah, if they go they and grab... a massive amount of money to do it. Yeah, because you have to... They don't go... You know. Like, yeah, because Ratchet is big because it just has the beautiful visuals. The the feel is on point, and it feels very modern. Um, and Banjo cannot take the next step from the two, 2002 game. I don't. I actually don't know when Banjo came out, but I just fear that Xbox like just make it better than the last one. It's like no, you have to you have to go above and beyond, like. A good example, Psychonauts 2, when I went, I didn't play the first one. I went back and played it after I beat Psychonauts 2, and I go, wow, these games are very similar, but the feel and all the presentation and the scope were so much bigger. <clears throat> it really surprised me that Double Fine really brought it up. But Love it. you got to listen to Meg and I. Like They have to deliver those big experiences before they start talking Banjo and Conquer, especially Conquer, which is, I don't know if Conquer really does anything these days. Um with that humor. Like, I don't know if that really works anymore, but maybe it does. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But um, a returning fan favorite, we don't know. But there is, a, there is a ton. There is a ton that they could show. So keep in mind that when I say PlayStation showed, let's give them the benefit and say they showed six first-party games. Uh, Xbox typically shows about 12. So expect, like I, I think I said this on Gaza's show before Clover said this, expect Xbox to show eight to maybe even 15 first party and Xbox games studios publishing titles at the show. I mean, they have 60 minutes. There's a lot of stuff to show and there's some stuff in there that's obligated. Like they have some smaller games they've partnered with, like they always do. But, um, when you go through the listing of studios, um, you're going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 at least 12 just like that's what that's what uh he said i was counting his list like you're expecting at least 12 first party showings and zucker says i expect gears collection with the gears 6 announcement man i hope Gears 6 is amazing uh any any closing statements mag uh no we're gonna have any, to just wait and see at this point yeah i mean we could talk about what's gonna be but we I think we have one more. Let me look at my calendar really quick. I think we have one more show together. We have we have one more Two. show next week, and then both of us are in separate countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. the next X and C today's the twenty ninth. The next X and C is on the fifth. We'll do that show on Monday, and then the yep. following Monday will be the twelfth, the day after the showcase. Which ironically, uh, you, you I mean, won't be there, right? Something. No, I'll um, be in the Dominican. I'll be in the Dominican. Uh, I, and then I've uh, thought about possibly doing the show, but. As it stands, we are flying out of L.A. Monday morning, landing in Seattle, and we have to drive home. So, like, if I hurry, I can be home by 5 p.m., but I might not be doing a show on the 12th, which sucks because I'll have so much to talk about. Meg, we had an amazing show. We had about 15, almost 1,600 people here the whole time. Chat's been awesome. Uh, Just as close as Crackdown 4. Uh, Meg. Tell the people yes. um, where what they need to watch that you've made recently and, and how well, to follow I, you. 
Yeah, I'm just doing a couple of funny things. I was just experimenting with a couple of things. I just made a little uh, a little cooking video. It's only like two minutes long, just goofing around. And then, of course, I did my Pony Master video just in response to the uh, the Sony uh, the Sony showcase. And uh, hey, man, like I said, just toying around because uh, real life has gotten real busy lately, especially the last couple of weeks, right? So I got a lot on the go. June's a busy month. I'm doing a lot of traveling, uh, some for work, some for fun. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a busy time. And then, of course, we got all these showcases on top of it. We're doing our live show for you so it's a super busy time so on the personal level i'm not doing a whole lot um uh, but i am engaging listen everybody who tries to talk to me and engage with me hey man i'm always there i'm always my dms are always open i'll always answer people i always talk to people thank you guys for all the support and everything and all the great followers uh i just ask one small thing which i had to turn down two more people tonight on the playstation side of things uh if you're gonna add me on the playstation stop trying to add me as a close friend where it reveals all the names because i'll always decline it so just add me as a normal friend oh you can do uh, that yeah yeah because it says once to be your close friend and then when you look at it, it says this will reveal your real names and last names and all this other stuff and i'm like yo i don't even know who you are so like yeah so i don't do that so please just add me as a normal per like as a normal friend or whatever so uh yeah anyways other than that <laughs> hey we had an awesome show tonight we broke another attendance record tonight chat you guys were on fire the jokes were hilarious and uh oh yeah i see you skillet will i'm gonna ask my dad that later i'm talking to him right after the show so uh anyways it was a great show colt amazing as always uh guys we will all see you next week have a great week we'll have more to discuss uh, next week and uh yeah everybody keep it real let's go thank you mag i got two more supers that reviews scientology usa thank you for the two says give me some contraband uh game pass is it oh i don't know what gp is is it running on ue5 um i don't know i'm gonna guess ue4 but i don't know pixelbit g thank you for the two says high on life has 7.5 million players that's my conquer team uh they're they're a really great team and they have high on knife a new dlc coming soon uh, that will be something you have to buy if you have the game and game pass, but that's going to be great. As for me, I didn't put out a video last week. Everything's been really quiet. It was like all eyes on PlayStation showcase. Hopefully I'll have something that I could build a video on. Cause if I'm not building a video, what am I even here for? What's my existence? But we really appreciate you guys. Meg and I are going to get out of here. Have a great week when you're out there fighting with people and, and calling the, the media bias, do it with a little bit of niceness, a little bit of respect and then you can burn them real good if you're not a total jerk. That's what we all try to do because you guys are amazing. But we've had a great show. Meg and I are going to go. Uh, we're going to go to sleep. We're tired. I'll, I'll yeah, see man. you there in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. See you. Wow.